Ooh, what's up, book readers? This is The Great Hunt, the full book recap for book two of The Wheel of Time. My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarice. And this is the Nerdy Wordy Book Club. We'll be right back after this theme song. That is right. Welcome back to the Nerdy, the Wordy Book Club. My name is Nerdy. I don't know why I'm re-introing again. <laughs> Clarus, we're at the end of yeah. book two. We actually uh-huh. did it. We've done, this is our 10th episode of this podcast book club thing, whatever it is. <laughs> whatever we just thrust ourselves into. We're like, yeah, this 14 book series, let's, uh, let's just, let's do it. <laughs> How are you feeling so far? Uh, good. I, I wanted to start on the next book this week, but I had to be like, nope, that's we, not the point. We have said that we're not going to start the next book until after the recap episodes. Yeah. So we've we've been kind of sitting all week just being like, so can we uh, can we do the recap episode so that we can start the next novel? Yeah, no, actually. Um, I want to say a big hello to everyone live in our chat here on YouTube. We do stream this show live on YouTube every Friday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you are watching this later on YouTube or if you're catching this on the podcast feed around the interwebs, wherever you download your podcasts, uh, <laughs> I hope that you'll come check it out live someday. We have a good time. Also, in addition to that, I want to say a huge, massive enormous thank you to our mods uh y'all keep us safe from spoilers and the internet is dark and full of those <laughs> all right <laughs> that's not what i was expecting all right uh no we have not actually bought a uh, book four onward we only have the the next book the third mm-hmm. book we need to do that so we need to yeah. <laughs> order the next ones i keep forgetting yeah yeah i was like yeah i bought the first three books that'll keep us going for a while and it has been like it, we're in March. I mean, we'll be able to get those books within five weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll be fine. Yeah, we'll yeah. be fine. I just, like, didn't even think about it. But, yes, huge, big thank you to our mods. And thank you to Dwayne Swab for joining the Nargs of the Nerd Thanks Table. Welcome in. Narg. Thanks for becoming a Narg. Hell, yes. We appreciate the heck out of you. You have fun emotes now to use. So, so. this is about Das Great Hunt. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Now that we finished it, now that you've had a week to process it, digest it, mm-hmm. you know, um, have a bowel movement, how are you feeling about The Great Hunt? Hopefully more than one between, like, last week and... For me, week. yes. For you, questionable. <laughs> thank you as well for becoming a narc of the nerd table. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think starting off, um, a lot of people have said, at least that I have noticed, that this is their favorite book or one of their mm-hmm. favorites. Um, obviously not everybody's favorite. Um, and so, um, I want to know, did you like this book better than the first one? Um, oh, that's interesting. (laughs) Uh, Matthew, thank you for becoming a narc of the nerd table for two months. (laughs) Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I Mm -hmm. think that there's a lot of, uh, Brian, thank you for joining the narc. Thank you for becoming a narc. I think there's a lot in the first book book that is a it's just a little bit simpler right and it's not pulled in so many directions I, so yeah. i think that there's a lot in the first book it's particularly around my reign and land who i just i have a really strong connection to partially because of the show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and they kind of disappear for chunks of this book i think a lot of characters disappear for chunks of this book um so i think that like once i understand a little bit more where some of the concepts introduced in this book are headed 
That'll be an easier question to answer. Right now, I mm -hmm. think I would say that I liked the first book more. Okay, you and I are then on the same page. Yeah, I, I just think like there, there's some really solid stuff in the first book. Mm -hmm, um, the mm -hmm. dais or uh, the 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 throne stuff with Morghese is just so wonderful. Um, I really like the way that it ends. I, I like a lot of the interplay between the characters. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The, the, I, yeah. I agree, though, with your point that that the Great Hunt I might like better later on in the series because mm -hmm. of all the work that it does, yeah. I think, for the world. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah. Like, I, like I, I really, really like the first book, and I do really like the second book, but there is... Um, there's a lot going on, and I do think that, you know, the end of this book was so wild yeah. that, it, you know, it, I think that it sticks out fondly in a lot of people's minds because of that. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that, I think my perspective on it is going to change the more that we read. But but yeah, I was, um, I, I it was interesting to me because I know a lot of people are like, oh yeah, and then book, like, you know, we were on book one and they're like, oh yeah, and then book two. Mm -hmm. um, but I have to say, I think like, in this moment, at least, I enjoyed book one, well, a, a, like, a fraction more. Yeah, I just think book one's tighter for me, and yeah. I'm, I'm a big, like, my I, I, I have an editing brain, and mm -hmm. so I just think, like, for me, stories that feel a little bit more concise, a little bit, with a little bit more follow-through tend to work better for me. Mm -hmm. I think that The Great Hunt bounces around sometimes in ways that are not as beneficial to my brain in terms of what I enjoy in storytelling. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I found some of the Portal Stone stuff a little bit um, just it, like very suddenly introduced. And then the fact that they function differently every time we interact with them was a little bit jarring to me at first. And mm -hmm. like, I think that like the further I get away from it, the more I like it. But in, in the reading of it the first time, I had that kind of reaction of like, Okay, so we have the ways the portal stones work different ways. So basically, like they can just get around any way that they need to. And things in the Great Hunt started to feel a little bit more convenient at times than I wanted them to. Um, yeah. And I'm curious where that heads and what that gets into in terms of later um, storylines that the these little nuggets that we've gotten have set up. Mm -hmm. But those little nuggets don't necessarily feel super connected right now. Yeah. And we have some questions from chat in our Discord. Uh, thank you to everyone who dropped questions in that Discord channel. And big thank you to Monkey who went through yes. and made sure there were no spoilers. <laughs> um, and so I, I'm just I, I'm curious how those things are parsed out and it, it, if those things are made to make more sense later, how I'm going to look back on the second book. Yeah, a hundred percent. I'm not, I, and it's not negative. I really liked it. I just I think the the first book is a really solid introduction to this world, mm -hmm. uh, and I just really enjoyed it. So yeah, yeah, I yeah. I'm on the same page. Um, yeah. I am uh, curious. I, I wanted to ask you before we get into um, everything that we're going on. Uh, how how much do you think I stepped in it last week with my Bornhold conversation? Stepped in it. Uh, I don't. I don't think. So. I don't think anyone is like. I know. I want to acknowledge it. There were. There, I. I was like factually wrong in it. So I want to acknowledge. Last week, I did say that like Bornhold did things that he just didn't do. Mm -hmm. Um. And the the reason why the um white cloaks do capture Perrin and Egwene. I was incorrect. I, I thought that they had a more active hand in it than they than they did in the books. Mm -hmm. Um and that that is fair. <laughs> um I and I think that part of that is, and as our chat has gotten into a couple of times, um, I think the I think the show versus book conversation is a little bit tough. Yeah. Partially because the show is functionally different than the book in a lot of 100%, ways. hundred percent. And yeah. has in has like my memory of the events of the story 
I don't think he's as clean as it would be if I was just reading the books. Yeah, because you have two different versions of events that kind of, like, converge. Yeah, and the situation in the books where they kidnap Egwene and Perrin is much more aggressive and un... Unprovoked. Justified. Yeah, yeah. Compared to the book version, where yeah. two white cloaks are killed, whereas in the the show version, they're just literally picked up off of the street because they saw them once before. Yeah, yeah which yeah. is just a very like you know, it's not a great reason to kidnap someone out of a group of people. Um, yeah. And so I do think that this is one of those instances where like being a show watcher who's becoming a book reader is affecting my like sequence of events memory. Yeah. It's also like Valda versus Bornhold. Like they're different yeah. people, but it f- almost feels like the show is trying to service them as one. Well, I don't know. Bornhold wasn't introduced until the second book. So like we don't, Fair. We, we, we've only met the questioners at this point. Unless Bornhold, unless maybe Bornhold was the guy, remember when we met Valda the first time? Yeah, yeah, the guy who's headed south. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's, that's him. That must be, yeah, yeah. That would make a lot of sense. The elderly um, white gentleman with the like, yeah, short white beard. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Um, so I just wanted to acknowledge that. I, I, I think that is absolutely what happened in my brain. Mm-hmm. Uh, hold your fire. Thank you for finally catching the live stream. I'm glad you could. Thanks for being here. So let's, um, <laughs> Let's dive in uh, to some of these questions because there are some really fun ones. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to start at the top with Nate Moe. Nate Moe says, uh, what scenes do you think can't be cut from the show? Here's the thing. We're going to list scenes that are absolutely essential and they will not be in the show. Just just watch. Uh, this <laughs> this is similar. Uh, Faisal can ask a similar question a little bit down. Uh, wait. Um, if they could pick three scenes from this book to make it to the show relatively unchanged, which ones would you choose? Yeah, so I, uh, this is kind of tough. Can, can I pick, <laughs> can I pick, like, the whole stuff with Perrin and Elias? I know it's not. From book one? Yeah. Can I, can I please you have can. that? Like, okay, Can thanks. Perrin have something to do? Yeah. yeah. Can Perrin have a reason to be there and exist, please? Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, I think, like, I'm going to use one of my slots for that because I I think that this whole, like, wolf brother thing, especially in the show, is super vague. Like, the wolf comes over and, like, licks his leg and he's like, what's going on? You know, and and I know Elias is going to be in season two and so I'm hoping that we are going to get it. Um, Um, uh, Naranjan uh, just uh, commented... um... The, the Discord might be hard to find. I just dropped it in the chat, and I will have it in the description down below later. It's not in there right now. Oh, good call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry mm-hmm. about that, Narandon. Um, But there is the link. Mm-hmm. Um, Dakuna's on it as well. Thank you, Thank Dakuna. you, guys. Thank you. Um, yeah, I, I think the parent Elias stuff is definitely needed, right? I know that we're getting Elias, so I hope that we get that. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, a lot of people have been saying that they think that Elias and Huron will be mixed into one character. Which I can understand. We've talked about that in the past, and I think that that will... Uh, I, I can see that happening. Because, yeah, Huron, like, basically, like... Yeah, his ability basically just can be folded into this Wolf Brother stuff, because it's... I, I don't want to lose the ability, but at the same time, like... A show having a character be like, I smell violence that has happened. That that's a tough one, right? Yeah. That is that's a tough um that is a tough thing to try and explain. Yeah. And visualize. Yeah. And if they do go that route and they do cast someone as Kieran, that actor has a, that one line that he's gonna have to say where he's gonna have to sell the shit because it. <laughs> it's it's hard to buy when uh, for an actor to be like oh yeah i smell violence yeah yeah that's gonna be 
That's going to be fun, a fun one. Um, no. mm-hmm. uh, things in this book that I, it seems that I don't think can be cut. Um, oh, Sambi, thank you for Sam, that super chat. Thank you for the super chat. We are looking to book forward to book three as well. Uh, one real quick thing, uh, just in regards to the Discord link, um, the reason we do not have it like plastered publicly everywhere and that we tend to share it while we're live, um, our Discord has in the past uh, been subject to some... Um, uh, Racist raids. Yeah, yes. yeah, some like inappropriate things. And so mm-hmm. that's why we don't just have the link publicly at all times. I do apologize. I know it makes that harder to find. But we're just trying to protect the community, yeah. so I hope you can understand. We had a pretty bad, um, we had a pretty like bad a troll hate, attack hate a while ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was not fun. We so. had to update security and stuff. It was, it was annoying. Yes. Um, <laughs> and now that we've said it out loud on the internet, it's gonna it's happen gonna again. It's gonna happen again. Um, I think uh, things that you can't cut would be Celine, right? I, I think that like Celine is gonna have to be introduced in a way similar to the book. Although I do wonder. Part of me wonders if we're going to get both versions of the portal stones that we got in the book. Uh-huh. Um, I think that the other world one is more important than the time jump one. So I feel like we'll probably get the... I don't know how they do the time Well, yeah. they just step out of the portal and it's been years. I think, I think honestly, I think a lot of Flicker Flicker is going to get cut. Yeah, I think, I think honest, so too. I think Flicker Flicker is probably the most interesting concept in the book. I think that Flicker Flicker gets cut for cost. Which sucks because it's super informative, um, especially to, like, what happens with Inktar next. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, they're going to have <clears throat> a tougher time, I think, justifying that. But I agree. I think Celine has to, I mean, has to be there. Bearsucker um, brings up a really interesting point about that, though. Um, Celine only works with virginal, innocent Rand. This is a Rand who has had sex. We don't know that Celine only works with an innocent Rand. Well, no, but, like, the, the idea that Rand is going to be, like, thrown off by her, like, thighs you know what i mean like sure it, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah i'm not sure that i buy that yeah they are like selena is going to have to literally function differently mm-hmm. in the storytelling because she, yeah and here's the thing it's very clearly like a magical kind of influence mm-hmm. right there's absolutely like there's just there's <laughs> there's no way um and so when she touches him I don't, I, I feel like uh, when she is near, she creates like a kind of fog. No, around. but there is a specific thing where yes, Robert Jordan yes. writes, he, she touches him and yes. then he changes. 100%. Like that is, it, but the, it is also present when she is near. But she, but that is more, I, I feel like that's him just being really attracted to her. Him like being swayed into doing what she wants is very much about physical contact. Because every single time it happens, they he Rob Jordan writes in that she touches him on the arm. Like, it's very specifically done to make sure that, like, Rand will push and push and push back on what she's saying until she touches him. And then his will, like, completely bends to what she wants, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I think that, like, the t- physical touch part of it is, is still very valid. Mm-hmm. I think the, like, general, like, oh, my God, she's wearing my shirt is just... <laughs> it, it's, it would come across as silly considering yes. we have watched Rand... Boned down twice. Mm-hmm. He boned down in the kitchen of his girlfriend's parents' inn. Yeah. Like, this is not a man who is... Not shy. Shy, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I uh, want to say hello to the Dusty Wheel. Um, they're saying that... Hey, what's up, Dusty uh, Wheel? Selena has to function differently and that the... the um, that uh, we should be happy that Selena would function differently because the book moments are, like, not great. And I, I do kind of agree with you there. I, I think mm-hmm. that they're, like... I think that they feel a little silly, which is why I'm like, it has to be a spell, right? Like, it can't, like, there's no yeah. way that these three people are just, like, 
do not know how to function as human beings when Celine is nearby. <laughs> well, and I, I think that there's an element of the Rafe and his team are clearly very interested in having mystery boxes for the audience to be surprised by. Yeah. So I think that they'll make the land fear reveal like at least 15% more hidden <laughs> as opposed to <laughs> when she showed up be... in the book and I was like, is this land fear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You think it's going to be less obvious? I think I think it's going to be a little less obvious. Uh, CJ Clark, CJ thank you for that super, super chat. chat. Uh, you, uh, CJ thinks that Perrin does everything Rand does in book two, including Portal Stonish and land fear. The girls do book two and Matt and Rand do book three. We haven't read book three yet, so I don't know what that could be. But no, Perrin, Perrin has been is was married in the show, so him being seduced by Lanfear feels extra weird. Uh, yeah, I agree with that. That yep. that I don't know. Well, I'm sorry, and, I don't. I do not like that. And this is kind of the problem that the show's going to get into is that at some point, in order to justifiably move Perrin forward as a character, they're going to have to have him talk about. Um, Alana's death. Yeah. And yeah, they've they've just ignored it. It happened, they're and they're like, let's pretend it didn't happen. Like they're gonna have to stop the show at some point in season two mm -hmm. to have this like scene that is going to be about a thing that happened in the pilot. That they they have to do some way. They have to have some method to get Perrin past this hump that they've put him behind. Be just for storytelling reasons, just for him to like function in the show as a person. Because right now he doesn't, right? Like, Perrin is so stuck on that pilot decision. Yeah, the and only time it's ever even, like, brushed by is when they're with the way people the way of the leaf. Mm -hmm, it's like, yeah. you know, have you ever heard someone with an axe? And you're like, okay. Uh, Layla, <laughs> sorry, Layla, thank you, Chad. Oh, um, yeah. And so, like, per the, the whole wife of it all, and it just, just, everything about the wife, I just, I really don't like. And I know that I've said that before. Mm -hmm. I, I think it is so gonna... cheap. I think it is like such a cheap decision for them to have made that that really hurts Perrin's character so much in the show. And I think they're gonna ignore it. I don't know how you do though. I it feels I, like they're it feels like it's just going to be ignored. They're gonna be like, that was a bad choice. We're gonna pretend it didn't happen. That is so that's gonna be so weird. Yeah. It's just gonna be so uncomfy if they don't address it. It is, yeah. And I don't know how you do with the storyline. Like, everything moves so fast from here on out. They're always on the road. They're always on the run. There's not time. There's not, like, a place in the story for them to sit down and, like, deal with the thing that they did. Yeah. And, I, and it's, I'm not saying that, like, there's no way to do it. There is. It's just that the amount of oxygen that it is going to suck out of the show to stop and deal with it mm -hmm. is more than they have room to do considering they're going to try and put book two and three into one season. Yeah. And so I just, I feel like they, they've put themselves in this weird box where like they have to keep plowing through thousands, like thick books and they've added in this thing that has to be dealt with. The the Because, like, the difference is the Matt Cawthorn stuff, right? The change where he is more poor now and yeah. his family has... He has that family dynamic. There's nothing about that that Matt has to, like, deal with to move on to become the character that he is in the books. Yeah. And, honestly, they're going to be able to, like, use him getting the taint of the dagger pulled out of him to emotionally move his character past his childhood traumas. Mm -hmm. And it's it, that is totally doable. And I see how they do that while staying true to what happens in the books. Mm -hmm. The parent stuff, you, 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 you have to stop doing the moving around constantly thing to talk. 
Yeah. It has to be talked through. This character has to move past it. Well, Otherwise, you can't have him have a scene with Celine and it be sexual or... No. It, it, that's weird, right? But, and here's the thing. Like, they could have, like, they could have utilized this decision that they made. Um, CJ Clark, thank you yeah, so CJ much. Yeah, CJ Clark, thank you for that super chat. That super chat. We yeah. really, really appreciate it. Um, and I understand why you think that his parent will be yeah, Sinister Lantern. I, think I just, I, I think it would be a bad choice. Here's something: the the initial idea that they have could have been utilized much better in season one. The fact that it was not mentioned at all for the rest of the season, I think, makes it a poor choice. I, I think that like they like they had an opportunity there that they were like, we're just gonna like sideline that, and now it's awkward. Well, right? I, I think that the I think that if you want him to kill a woman, which I, it's never great, right? But like, if you want him to do that, just it's not great. have it. Well, but you know what I mean, right? Like, I know, it's like, I know. For yes, in terms of storytelling, I think that if you were to do it by having him have killed his mentor and have it be Mistress Luhan, the and not having not have it be a woman he has a sexual relationship with, mm. but it's it's his mentor. And it's there. They are defending her thing together. And you take the wife out of it. You take the sexual relationship out of it. You right. take the like jealousy towards Egwene out of it. You kind of like divorce it from all of those entanglements. Yeah. And it's in a moment of fighting, he accidentally killed his mentor. I think that it and and like you can have her be like, "It's okay, son. Like I, you didn't mean it. Like you can give her that moment. You can have it have like a different." effect on him yeah whereas because it is like the only sexual relationship we know this character to have it, it just becomes entangled in a whole other thing for him psychologically particularly if we're going to start pushing him into relationships in this world that are going to have a they're going to be completely different because he killed his wife yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Matthew S says we have, you haven't thank met you the, the super chat. thank you for the super chat you haven't met the Matt we all love yet I keep hearing that we keep hearing that and I'm excited because Matt's a little shit and uh, I I am excited there there's so much growth that happens with all of these characters that's amazing and like I'm you know we have so many books to go and I'm really looking forward to it uh, um, Mega K Wags thank, thank you for you. joining the Nards um, <laughs> apparently Brandon Sanderson also suggested the mentor death. Huh. It's like he's a yeah, good writer. It's like he knows <laughs> how to tell a story. I don't know. Uh, Ian, uh, I don't think they're going to be even close to the original source material in the next season. Well, and that's kind of what we're talking. That's this yeah. question that we're in right now is like, thank what, you for the super chat. But thank yeah. you for the super chat. What do you think has to be kept? And the problem is, I don't know because I really, I don't know where they're going with a lot of things. Well, and the problem is because we haven't read book three. Yeah. I don't really understand how this. I don't understand how this book isn't a season of television. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand how you take this and make it half a season of television. This this book is That's it. massive. At least, at least one season. I could make a season of television out of the three days they spend in Kyrian. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I could literally, I could turn this into a show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, for five, I could take five seasons of television out of this book. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. And so I don't really understand how this becomes... four episodes four hours of tv in this yeah i i i think it's we're gonna lose and so i don't i don't know what you cut i don't know what you keep i don't know i don't know how you do any of it honestly i think that they're i think that they're going to scrap the portal stones and make it part of the ways um because introducing a whole other unless the portal stones like are functionally like uh, unless later on there's a reason that they can't be, I feel like they're going to just kind of meld that into one and the same. I, I think you make the portal stones just much simpler where 
they just work. <laughs> and just, you just teleport around. But then uh, but then we have to get introduced to Celine somehow. Do they meet her in Kyrian? Okay. I don't know why they go to Kyrian, but they they just meet her there. So for me, the thing that that hinges on is to whether or not Celine is stuck there or is there of her own accord. Or so honestly, I don't know. Rand runs into uh, Rand runs into Celine, and she's the one who leads him out of the blight. Top of season two. That's how season two starts. Oh, in the blight. Okay, he just okay. runs into Celine. She's being chased by something in the blight. Rand yeah. saves her, and the beginning of season two is Rand and Celine. And I can see that, and I don't hate that. And it also, like, when you are alone with somebody uh, for long periods of time, you don't have an outside perspective on it. Mm-hmm. And I think that that makes the, um, like, seduction more believable. Like, not I'm that saying, he's, yeah. like, into, like, that he wants to be in, into her that way, but that she can have that kind of influence with him if they spend a lot of time one-on-one together. Um, and without Loyal there, although yeah. th- I, I will be so sad that Lo- we don't get to see Le- Loyal get hot for Celine because that was some of the funniest stuff. Although, oh, you okay. know, for a woman, she's Scene, for a human, no. she's pretty hot. Scene that has to be in the next season because that was the original question. What scenes can't be cut? Give us the steading, please. Give us oh, the steading. Oh yeah, we have to see the. Give setting. us Loyal's crutch. Although, give me. <laughs> Only do it if it's gonna look good. I like Fair. if you can't make all of the Ogier look good, don't do it. Uh, I, you know what I mean. Like I really don't want to yeah. get to the setting, and there's like three good-looking Ogier, and then there are some people a little bit further back in the camera whose makeup just isn't quite. Yeah, on yeah, point. yeah. I mean, they. I have... don't know how they afford the next season of the show. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, it's so, so expensive. So and, you much know, that happens, and we don't even know half of what's going to happen in next season because we haven't read the other book. Well, yet. and that's that's part of the problem, right? Like, I don't. I I think that you can do something with this. I just I don't know what it is in four hours. Yeah. Um. Let's move on to our next question here. Uh. F- um. Faisal Khan had a question. They wanted to ask, uh, given what happened in the White Tower in The Great Hunt and how the girls left, how do you think that will affect their plot going forward? So this is book stuff. How do you think the girls' plot is going to change moving forward? Um, or or where, where do you think it goes? Because like, they're headed back to the tower. Do you, yeah. think they're, do you think they're like welcomed with open arms? Or like, what do you think happens? Well, I think they get back and they're like, yeah, the block Aja, you can't deny it now. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously they're going to help Matt get rid of his, like, dagger taint. And um, I didn't like... I never thought that my professional life would involve me saying taint. taint so much. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank me you, neither. Wheel of Time. Thank you, Robert uh, Jordan. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, no, I think, like... I, <laughs> I think that because of their, like, role in events that happen, I think that their training might be... Not streamlined, but like accelerated. I don't know about Nynaeve's, but I definitely think Egwene's. I think Egwene comes back to the tower with some abilities and Mm. she's like, I'm gonna be accepted because there's metal over there and there's copper over there. I got skills now. I am useful. Yeah. And the fact that like she, she has such a strong connection to like the, like the, the more traditional, like, male side of the one power, mm-hmm. um, like, I think that that is going to give her a newfound respect, right? Because the way that a lot of the other um, Aes Sedai talk mm-hmm. about, the, the when they talk about Nynaeve and Egwene, like, yeah, like, Chandler's, but that one, Nynaeve, yeah. she can do some crazy stuff, right? And I think that this is going to um, 
this is going to help people, I think, see Egwene uh, in a better light <laughs> i'm really hopeful that book three gets we get some training time at the white tower i agree. I, I really want to because i'm i i still don't really understand and it's a question later on in this and I, i'm sorry we'll mention your name when we get to it but um i don't understand how this magic system works at all yeah i have no concept for it yet and it's really cool but it feels a little bit broken at times that characters can do things that they're just like, oh, I figured it out. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. You, I guess you you figured it out just by like, I, I guess it's just like a brute force system. Yeah, and then he was like, I touched the collar twice and I know exactly how to take it off. Well, and that the Adam thing is, the, is one of the ones that like really, really broke the magic for me a little bit at the end of The Great Hunt is that... The collars are these things that have existed for hundreds of years, for Thousands. a thousand years. Yeah. I think like a thousand years. There have been magic users around them all this time, and at no point did anyone figure out how to do this. And Nynaeve like reached out with magic once and was like, I "Think I got it." Well, you don't know that people didn't know how to do that. People were never given the opportunity to do that, right? Because obviously, those collars are like very highly guarded over where the sunshine are from. Right. Oh, sure. I just mean I. I. I but think... yeah, it is very like easy for her to just be like, oh yeah, I figured it out. I don't think that Nynaeve has had enough training to have like a fundamental understanding of how to parse out the information of the weaves. Yeah, like we know Nynaeve is having a lot of power, mm -hmm. but not having control. And her being the one to, like, figure out how this works just, like, seems a little bit out of character. Because it feels like it's a, like, it's it's less of a, like, power um, this, problem and this more is, of, like, an intricacy problem. Yeah, this isn't a brute force moment. And it feels like yeah. up until this moment we keep being told Nynaeve is so strong. She's so strong, but she doesn't have control. And then yeah. in this moment she has more control than anybody else. Yeah. And I think I, I think it would have been interesting and because we were talking, there's another question in this. Um we read through them earlier, so I'm sorry that I'm kind of skipping through and I don't remember who asked what. But <laughs> there is um there's there's a question about the the girls. And we're kind of talking about the girls now. And I I wish that Elaine had had more to do in the finale here. Mm -hmm. And I almost wish that they had given the collar unlocking to Elaine. Me too, actually. And that, that had been like her like uh, Nynaeve is the muscle, but yeah. Elaine has this like you know, because I, I feel like Elaine is this character that feels like she's very important to the story who I don't know a lot about. Yeah, and she also, we talked about this, she actually didn't do much. She doesn't really do anything book. at the end of the yeah, book. She's there been, for it, but... Yeah, giving her, giving her, like... Yeah, giving her something, like unlocking the collars, I think would have been really nice. Because it would have shown the difference in... Yes, Nynaeve is, like, super-duper powerful, mm -hmm. but... And, and here's the thing, if Nynaeve had just busted open the collar, it, I would have felt different about it. But the fact that she's just able to, like, unlock it, I feel like, yeah, just give that just give that to Elaine. And it, it would have been interesting to have Elaine, you know, be this, like, maybe Elaine's not very powerful, mm -hmm. but she just has a brain where she can, like, figure out puzzles, right? And that just becomes, like, a something about her character. Well, I feel she's... like we don't learn a lot about Nynaeve by Nynaeve just being able to do it. And it makes sense, like, it would set Elaine up as more of the strategist because she's 
the, the daughter heir, right? And that's going to be, I'm sure, a fundamental part of her character. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, and like, she's been, she would be so educated. Mm -hmm. She would have the best teachers in all the land. She would be the kind of person who's interacted with, like, a puzzle like this before in a way that Nynaeve has never had to kind of think outside of the box in sort of that kind of way, mm -hmm. being from a small town and not having kind of the access to the same kind of education. Yeah. Uh, Samantha, yeah. Hey, thank you for that super chat. Uh, Nynaeve is a prodigy. She can work with water in a masterful way. She just can't turn the faucet on and off at will. <laughs> I, I think it's that, that just doesn't tell me anything about the character. Like, that doesn't, that that's yeah. not about Nynaeve then. That is about the, oh, the story needed it to happen. Whereas I feel like if it had been Elaine's moment to shine, it would have told me something about the character of Elaine yeah. in a way that I don't think it builds out Nynaeve in any other way other than saying, oh, here's another thing Nynaeve can do. And here's another thing that Nynaeve can do. How? We're not really sure. She just, it's, it's a Taviran. You know what I mean? And I, I don't, <laughs> I don't like the I mean, hand waving not, of Taviran. She's not Taviran. No, no, no. But the, the, the Wheel of Time sometimes feels like it gets a little hand waving. Oh yeah, Taviran. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Taviran. And so I kind of, um... I, yeah, I, I would have liked to have, like, learned something about the characters through their doing the actions at the end of the thing, rather than it be like, well, Nynaeve is here and she can do the thing, and so that that's it. Yeah. Um, uh, Sam, thank you as well for the super chat. Um, uh, strength in the one power is frequently accompanied by higher natural weaving dexterity. But here's my point. Strength and dexterity are two different skill trees, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like if Elaine was all dexterity and Nynaeve was all strength, then we get, like, our party... It'd be fun. Like, yeah. You, you build your party. It's, you know, I, I just have D&D &D brain because I had a great D&D &D campaign on Wednesday. But. No, but it just giving Elaine, like, a little something to do would have would have been nice. And, mm -hmm. like, yeah. it. We're, I'm, we're not saying that, like, Nynaeve should never have been able to, like, figure this out. It's just, it's one of those, it was a question that was posed to us. Yeah. Like, does the magic system make sense? And the answer is kind of no. <laughs> not really. We're, we're along for the ride and, like, that's fine. I don't, I don't mind. I yeah. have read plenty of books with a very, like, wishy-washy magic system and just been like, yeah, yeah, this Most is magic, of them. right? I think that magic systems very rarely make sense. The Aragon one is really, really Aragon, well Aragon's pretty tight, but there isn't <laughs> a lot it. of, it can't do very much. That is not The true. Aragon magic is a little bit limited in scope if you're, if you're not elvish, right? That is absolutely not true. As long as you know how to... If you can manipulate the ancient the the ancient language, yeah, or you know how to manipulate the flow of magic without even using the ancient language, it is literally the the scope of your limitations are the scope of your imagination. In Aragon. Oh sure, but, but the scope, but but by limiting it to the scope of your imagination, there is like a the, the, there is an ability there to write like you you learn about your characters as you build out what their imagination imagines. Whereas, mm -hmm. so far in the Wheel of Time, a lot of the magic seems to be, I'm channeling and then a thing happens and I'm not really sure what that thing was sometimes. Well, uh, and, and that, a lot of our characters are not versed, like don't know what they're doing. Sure. And I like, I, I like it when magic seems to have a cost and the magic in the Wheel of Time doesn't. Like it doesn't seem like there's any... We, yeah, the only thing that we know is if you pull too much of it, you will burn to a crisp. Um, mm -hmm. We've paused on the chat, so oh, I just want to make sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, the only thing we know is that you, if you pull too much power, you will burn to a crisp. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But like that's that's about it. That's kind of where we're where we're yeah. at, and we don't know what those limitations are. It seems like they are different for every single person. You know, we talk about some people being able to channel certain amounts of power. Like there's only three Aes Sedai, Moraine, and somebody else, and somebody else who can do this certain mm -hmm. thing. And I'm trying to remember exactly what that was off the top of my head. 
But like we know that that is a thing, but we there's no like unit of measurement for it yet. It's just kind of like how powerful you are, which is cool. Yeah, I think I, I think the other thing is the magic system right now has been the things that we've been told about it up until this point have all been broken by somebody. Mm-hmm. So there there isn't a rule to the magic system that we've been introduced to that a character within the magic system hasn't already broken. Yeah, And so yeah, it yeah. just feels like no matter what we're told about the magic system at this point, and obviously I think it's going to get fleshed out in a... Once we get to the White Tower in the next book, I feel like so much is going to get explained and we're going to have so much, like, a better understanding of what happens and how it works. Yeah, I'm kind of, uh, in a way, I'm glad we don't have all the information just dumped on us immediately, right? It's oh, 100%. Being revealed I'm not to complaining us about that. I'm just, in a way. Yeah, the yeah. question wasn't, do you dislike how the magic has been portrayed? No. I like how the magic has been portrayed. For sure. I don't Does understand how it works. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The question was simply, <laughs> do you understand how it works? And the reason I don't is because... When Nynaeve is told, like, don't channel in the thing, she does. She's fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we uh, we keep oh, getting the... these moments where it's like, don't, uh, no one can do this. Nynaeve can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so if if the rules keep being broken, I never understand what the rules are. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I'm very excited to learn about it later. And I'm not disappointed in the way it's been portrayed at all. I just don't get it yet. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. I um, agree with you 100%. CJ Clark said, thank you for that super chat. By the end of the thank series, you. the magic worked for you. I, I, this is why I wanted, this is why I was a little bit disappointed they left the White Tower, right? I want to spend time at the White Tower with these girls yeah. learning about Sidar. Yeah. I, I really, I want that. Like, I'm really excited for that. And I hope that book three has more of that mm-hmm. because I, I, I want to know. You know what I mean? And I'm excited. I'm, I'm really excited. Re- I don't know if you guys know this. I'm really excited <laughs> for book three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're like I'm rearing. Like, <laughs> we're rearing to go. And that's why, like, like I don't know. I feel like we have strong opinions because, like, we're passionate about it. And, hey, it is our first read through. So mm-hmm. we do get things wrong. <laughs> we apologize. But, like, yeah. you know, there, there, it's a lot of information. And, um, a thousand percent. And I, I, I do think that, like, Robert Jordan is really skilled at how he gives you what information you need to know. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how quickly. Like, I think it's it's all it's all on purpose. Um, or yeah. he's just a really good writer and he figured it out later and that stuff works. That is also an option. Yeah. I will say, at this point, I, it's, it's, uh, I, I would rank it, like, upper mid-tier magic so far for me. It's better than the Harry Potter magic to me. The Harry Potter magic to me is nonsense. Makes no sense. I enjoy yeah, Harry yeah. Potter. The magic system in that in those books is literal nonsense. Yeah. Um, I but no, like Aragon. I think Aragon is pretty solid. I think it's better than Lord of the Rings magic system, which is also complete nonsense. <laughs> it just is what it needs to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like, I, I think that like thus far, I'm enjoying it, and I just want to know more. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Um, so uh, a, one thing I am looking forward to is the things that like we've kind of like been told mm-hmm. that are gonna end up just not being true. Because it's been lost to the breaking or something like that, you know? Yeah, Like, yeah, the yeah. beliefs that people have that aren't actually real. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, Jurkhan asks, what storyline are you least interested currently? And uh, what storyline or aspect of the books are you really excited to see explored next? So, uh, I'm kind of least interested in the White Cloak stuff right now. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just kind of the one thing where I'm kind of like, eh, okay. I get it. It's important information and it will come into play later. But it's just, in honesty, the one that I'm least interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, what's what's one you're least interested in, I guess? Um, uh, I mean, it's tough, but um, I don't know. Right now, it's... it's pr- 
It's it's gonna be weird, but right now it's like the Matt Dagger stuff. Really? Yeah, that just kind of needs to. I, I'm 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 I, I I was hoping that would be done by the end of this book. Oh, like you're I'm, ready. I'm ready for the Matt Dagger stuff to be over. I think that that is going to be the start of the next book. I That's really gonna be hope like so. The first thing. If that dagger gets stolen again, I'm gonna be like, how many more weeks does no, this boy have to live? That's not. No, no, no. I I doubt that that's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I'm, I. The the Matt Dagger stuff is this thing that I'm like. I, I was really. I I thought that book two would end with that, and that would be like the victory at the end of book two was saving Matt. Um, I don't know how he survives getting back to Tarvalon. Like, I have a lot of questions about how he gets all the way back across the country with weeks to live without them going through the ways which are blocked or through the portal stones again, which are, like, wildly dangerous uh, and no one knows how to use them. So I have, like, real questions about how Matt, who, like, doesn't have much time left, gets there. But mm, I'm, I'm excited for that to be done. I'm excited to well, get back to, like, Matt being a character rather than, uh, like, disease. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. That's fair. And that, that, that's say... just where I feel. I'm really interested in the White Clocks. I want to know so much about... I Because I think the actor who plays Valda on the show is so good, I'm so excited to, like, get hints at where his character might go in the future yeah. of the show. Because I love the actor, and I just am excited to see is, more from him. The thing is, Matt has the dagger now, so he's not in danger of dropping dead in the next couple weeks, right? He, like... No, the it's, reason it's he was so him. ill is because he was separated from the dagger. That's why they had to find it. Now he has a lot more time. Like, the ultimate goal is still to separate him from the dagger, but, like, he's... he's... You're a lot smarter than I am. No. (laughs) Man, I didn't think about that. No. I was like, oh, he's going to die. He's just going to die on the way there. No, no, no. But, yeah, because he has the dagger now... He's, like, he's he's better. He's being sustained again. He's just going to become a dick again. He's just going to become a dick again. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know what I don't want? What? You know what I, I, I... Just start the next book in Tarvalon. I do not need, like, four chapters of everyone just getting pissed that Matt is being a dick on the road again. We had that with Rand in book one. I don't need another travel montage of Rand or of Matt slowly becoming more and more unbearable. No, no, that's not going to happen. No, 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 no. That's what I mean. I literally think that the very first thing in Mm -hmm. The Dragon Reborn is going to be at Tarvalon and separating Matt from the dagger. Like, I I legitimately think that that will be the first thing that we read. So that's... Yeah, that's okay. fun. I'm down for that. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely down for that. Um, uh, what is uh, the storyline you're most excited for moving into the next thing? Uh, I'll go first and you think about it. Because sure. mine, mine I think is a little weird, but like the thing I am most excited about, other than learning about the magic of Tarvalon, yeah, is Pat and Fane in the Sanchin. Fair enough. I just, Patton Fane is such a good character. He's so compelling. He is smart and mischievous and like not fully in control of his own desires. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's like, among people that he can manipulate. Yeah. Like it really feels like he is in a prime position to be the only person who comes back for the Sanchin in a leadership position. All the other members of the Sanchin who are leaders are dead. <laughs> right and so he comes back bearing the news of what happened he can manipulate how that news reaches the empress and what kind of army she brings back to randland mm-hmm. i just think the pat and fane like that to me is such a there's so much exciting possibility in what's happening with pat and fane and i i'm really excited for it that is yeah i like that a lot uh rich thank you so much for the super duper chat yes thank you for that what yeah. do you think happens with pat and fane in the future the problem is i don't i, I don't know because 
He's off, he's obviously I don't know what the Sanchen land is like. Yeah, he's obviously gone up with the Sanchen, and we'll find out like what consequences that has. But they're I, already they're already kind of like morally not great. Yeah, and so I'm like, what? How do you, if, if he corrupts the morally not great people further? Woof. But also, do you think that Patton Fane is going to have problems being separated from the dagger like Matt did? Do you think he's going to have to come back to get that dagger? Because, hmm. like, the way that we have, but like, when we have That's interesting. Matt to go off of, right? When we have Matt to go off of, it seems like being separate from the dagger is a big problem, okay? But Padden Fane's also not completely human. He's had weird things done to him at Triangle yeah. Gold. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not, like, he's already very different. Is he going to be fine without the dagger? Is it just more of, like, the compulsion thing? Or is he going to need to get that back to survive? I like that take a lot. Because I like the idea that Padden Fane becomes more erratic the further away from the dagger he gets. Like, that could be fun to play with. That he, like, you know, he, you know he's, he's got that itch, right? Yeah. And, like, how does he interact with the Sanchin as he, like, you know, is it going to be one of those stories where, like, he's trying to push the Sanchin to go back now because he needs to get back to that dagger. And they're kind of dragging their feet. And he starts to kind of, you know, like, kill people off and, like, try and, like, manipulate the Sanchin into really pushing, you know, the engine of war forward faster. Could you imagine if Pat and Fane had his own, like, domain and, like... Oh, I think that'll happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I hate it all. <laughs> I mean, I don't think that he'll have, like, I don't... I, I think that don't he'll think... have Soldan who work for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he'll hold the leash because I don't think that men can, right? I think that it's purely uh, a Sidar connection between the two women. Mm. So I don't think, like, I don't even think Rand could hold it, right? Because I don't think, like, Sidan would channel know. into Sidar and control a Sidar user. I don't know. I guess it depends on how different they are. Um, but potentially, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm, interesting. Yeah, that's going to be a really fun side of the story to see. Because the Sunshine are coming back. We may not oh, get them in the next yeah. book, but uh, they're coming back and it's going to be a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, I am excited, uh, in all honesty... I'm excited to have Moraine back. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I, me like, too. And like, Lan. Yeah, I'm really excited to have Moraine and Lan back and just have those two, like, really grounded points. And um, and I honestly am really excited to see Matt become separated from this dagger and start to become this character that everyone loves yeah. so much. That, like, I'm really, really looking forward to that. Envy fan, thank you so much for that super thank chat. Thank you so much for the super Matt chat. Matt becomes the best character in the next book. I that's can't wait for I'm it. That's what I'm hoping for. That's what we're waiting for. That's what I'm hoping for, um, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Eodorius, uh, in the Discord asked, which character would you like to play in an ideal adaptation of the books? If you could play anyone, whether they've been cast already or not. Uh, in only the first two books. If I could play anyone. Yeah, well, (laughs) I don't think you can play a character we don't know about yet. Well, no, that's what I mean. I'm like, where are the Aiel? (laughs) Mm Um, hmm. Uh, I, I don't know. Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, I think Galad would be really fun. Yeah, he seems, yeah, yeah. He seems um, like primed for an arc that would be fun to play. Yeah, um, especially because like he's like he's like good to a fault, which then makes it compl- like yeah, he's yeah, manipulatable he's, because of that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think that like and, and you know like I've got the like I'm six four. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, like, you got the height working. There for are you, certain so. characters that I feel like I'm 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 probably too old now. <laughs> Too old. No, you have. No. Oh my god, because he's like seventeen, and I'm Galad. Thirty. No, no, Galad's not seventeen. The the younger brother is. I think like, Galad's Galad. I think he's like at. No, no, like no I think 20. he's like twenty five. 
<laughs> People are saying Galad read and find out. Oh, I'm I I have no idea what Galad's arc is. I'm just saying yeah, that yeah, like yeah. he's the kind of character who honestly I think Galad will end Gawain, up. Gawain, that's the younger one. Yeah, Gawain. Galad is 26. Yeah. Galad's 26. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he's like the older brother. I could play was, Galad. Yeah, you totally. No, could. he just he just feel. I feel like Galad's gonna. I I I feel like Galad is going to. As an actor, he's gonna have a lot to like chew on. You I know? think he's gonna be evil. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I think that, that's like, what I mean. That's why it'd be so fun to play. <laughs> I think Celine will manipulate him. I've that my, Celine. Yeah, I think that I think that Rand is gonna figure out Celine at some point, and I think that she's going to or Lanfear, right? I think that Lanfear is going to need to latch on to. It, it feels like her power is kind of in manipulating men. Yeah. And Galad being so close to the throne of Camelin mm-hmm. or of Andor, I just feel like he is. He is the kind of he's in the kind of place that I think Celine could get her hooks into him and kind of twist him into what she needs him to be to further her goals. See, I would never have thought that in my brain. Like Galad is kind of one of those person, one of those people that's just like too virtuous to be like swayed by lust, you know. But but depending on how Celine goes about it. It's there's there's potential. I don't know, but Celine, the first time she the first time she manipulates Rand, it isn't through lust. Mm-hmm. It is through the innocent noble lady who mm-hmm. is in danger, and yeah. if anything will get sunk into Gilad's heart faster, yeah. it will be rescuing a maiden in distress because he's the kind of guy who's like, I'm the noble knight. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go save the I'm gonna go save the woman in distress, right? Yeah, yeah. And so I just feel like that would be a great I, I feel like it would be a fun arc. I feel like he's gonna have some Oh, as an or actor, he's gonna die. As an actor, it would be so fun to play. <laughs> or he's dead by the end of book um, three. Uh Dwayne, thank you so much for the super chat. My biggest frustration with the show is a lack of distinction between Sidar and Sidin. I, I agree. I think that yeah. that is not well established yet in the show, and I hope that they take more time with that. Um, Eric, thank you for becoming um, Naga the Nerd Table for three months. I do Welcome be late, in. but I have me drink. <laughs> Wheel of Time, uh, thank you for that super chat. How could I not pick Ship Captain? You're too young I'm for that I'm too one. young You're to too young do it justice, one. and if I failed playing Ship Captain, I would never be able to, like, be okay. Like, there are the certain characters... Would- yeah. Yeah, if you're the the pressure to be ship captain. If I could For be me, anyone, it would just mean a lot, right? If I could be anyone, I'd be Narg. I'd be Narg. Super easy. Get your paycheck. No. Everybody loves you. You would have to do it in stilts. You would have to have arm extensions. You would casting you as Narg would cost the production team so much money. Honestly, I should be Narg. I'm not that good an actor. Um and so That's just throw me in throw me in the prosthetics. I'm really good at wearing prosthetics. You have seen me in movies before. You just don't know it because I was covered in plastic. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Um, gotta love those uncredited background roles. Um, oh, my God. All right. Uh, let's move on to the next question. Which, Wait, I, uh, I feel like I should seriously answer that question. Oh, yeah. Because I don't actually... Do you have a serious answer? Because no. you stalled for all that time and didn't I did say stall, anything, so. and I don't... I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Right. Um, uh, I'm glad. I'm glad you stopped us from moving on so that we could do this. Mm-hmm. You're welcome. I think it'd be really fun to play. Uh, um, I think it'd be really fun to play. Welcome to our new segment. Clarusse makes up the news I think every be, Monday in the night. I think it'd show. be really fun to play Elaine. I don't know where she's like going yet, but like you'd be great, Elaine. Yeah. Thanks. I. I she seems like you have the cheekbones to play a noble. <laughs> thanks. I'll take it. Um, Varen? No, I'm uh, too Varen, young. Varen is too smart. Yeah, I'm. I can't capture that you, wisdom. You also don't have the look of someone who is got like old eyes but a young face. 
You are a, you are a fresh faced. <laughs> a youth. You're a youth. Yes. Sure, I'll take it. My moisturizer is really uh, doing its job. Um, Elbine uh, Ho wants to know where, when do you think we will meet Ship Captain again? No idea. Pretty soon. I think he's got to come. Like the fact that he keeps like being there and they almost all get together. Like he's... I think he's Taviran. You think Ship Captain is Taviran? I think Bale Doman's Taviran. How did he end up with Quindalar? I I think I think I think the I big reveal. Know. I think the big reveal is that. <gasps> Sorry. Rand is the dragon reborn, mm-hmm. and Luce Theron is the ship captain reborn, and <laughs> that he captained the ship that Luce Theron took to um, seal the Dark One away, and that like the I, I have a feeling Bail Doman is going to be like the reincarnated soul of the person who brings Rand to the final battle. Like uh, throughout history, it's always been Bail Doman and the spray or the gust or whatever his ship was called in the, the past, and it's Bail <laughs> Doman gust? is just always there. Bringing Rand, bringing loose to the oh final battle. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, sure. All right. <clears throat> yeah, I think it could happen. All right, all right. You know what? You know who actually I would really love to play? <laughs> if I if I could play anyone, I would love to be uh, Baalzaman. That, yeah, that would be that I would, would be That would be really... I would have so much. That and the actor really they fun. cast is awesome, and I'm so happy. Like, I'm so happy it's him. I think he's great. Mm-hmm. But, like, that would be a really fun character to play. You know who I would really love to see... Play Elaine. Who? Florence Pugh. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? Uh, anyways, I'm obsessed with her. She would um, also, honestly, she'd be a great Nynaeve. Because she plays, she plays like true. over it. Yeah, she's like, yeah. I'm done. Fucking get, like, yeah, yeah, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Typhanisk wants to know, um, mm-hmm. uh, actually, we'll get to that later. I would love to Let's play. I would love to play Bookman. Actually, Bookman would be a very fun role. Titanus, we'll get to it. Uh, Dosakis says, uh, "My question is on a spectrum: Who do you think is the bigger villain, the Sanchin or the Children of Light? Like bigger in terms of their role in the story, or like that you dislike the most? That I dislike the most. I, I hate them both. Like that. That's yeah, uh, tough. I I don't know if I really have an answer to that question, to be honest. But um, um I I I I'm gonna go Sanchin. Just, 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 slavery's bad. Just in every way, shape, and form. Yeah. And that, let's just, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, that, they're, they're both awful, but like, I really hate the such. Yeah. I was really, like, the end of that book, when their ships are burning, and they're still on them, I was like, yeah, that's fair. Getting the, like, getting the, um, the perspective of Egwene wearing yeah. the collar was rough. Yeah, yeah, So that's, I think that that's fair. I feel like we haven't seen enough of the White Cloaks in the books to hate them as much as what we've seen from the Sanchin and, like, just how awful they are. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, nah, I'm good. You guys, I... And the whole, like, and like they, their weird, like, brainwashy thing of, like, you serve this family and when they die you just kill yourself is, like, so yeah, gross. don't like that either. Yeah, honestly, the Sunchen. Yeah, they're pretty. I'm gonna go with Sunchen. They suck. I think I think the White Cloaks are gonna end up being good guys. Mm. I think at I think the final battle, figure I, it out. I don't think I don't think in like the next seven books, but I think in book fourteen, I think the White Cloaks ride behind Rand into the final battle. Hey. I think he wins him over. Okay. Do you think he's like, hey, I also don't like the Aes Sedai. Can we? Can you just like help me for like five minutes and then? We'll go back to whatever we were doing before. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, um, I think, 
Uh, Sempi, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for the super um, chat. I think I think the white cloaks and I think there's I think they like I think there's a turn at some point, mm-hmm. and they end up. I don't know why. I just feel like at the end of days, everyone has to kind of like root out, and I, I think there will be like a coming together of some kind. Yeah. Not not with yeah. all of them, obviously. Like I definitely don't think Valda will be a part of that. But whoever this other white cloak dude is that the information is being sent off to, mm-hmm. I feel like he's gonna. I don't know. I feel like they're gonna realize there are black cloaks in the ranks. Black Aja, black cloaks. Everyone's got their thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's all about the the colors of the rainbow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I think that uh, I I don't know. I I feel like there will be some sort of like. I, I think that like Ingtar, there will be like a, a banner of white cloaks that sacrifice themselves at the final battle to make up for their, to try and like um, atone for their actions throughout the series. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Interesting. Um, and then uh, let's move on to the next question, uh, which is. Um, we s- no, we did that one. Um, this one's a Titanus question. Uh, who, what do you imagine will happen in the Dragon Reborn? And what do you think is the future of each of the main characters? So, okay. So basically prediction time. Um, I do want to point out CJ Clark above there did ask for a character tier list and we will be doing that, but that'll be a separate. Yeah, that'll be a separate video. video. I, we're not going to do that in this video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'll be its, that'll be its own separate thing. Um, but we're definitely interested in it. I think CJ. I definitely think that the next book starts off with Matt being separated from the dagger mm-hmm. or not being able to be separated from the dagger and having to figure out how he can God, I hope not. Live. I really don't want to. Well, no, because as long as he has no He has to be separate. No, he yeah. just has to be separated from You're it. Right. Like the this whole like But the problem is is that in the like dream with with where Balzamon or yeah, where Balzaman had the like little figurines. Mm-hmm. Matt was literally the one with the dagger, which makes it seem like it's going to be a big part of his character moving forward. And I hope that it's not. That, that was he's when a dick, he literally but... had it, though. But like Perrin wasn't I... a wolf brother yet. But Perrin was, he was born like... a wolf brother. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think that I just don't think I think that I don't mind if he continues to wield the dagger as long as it's not a like. Every time it's away from him, he is going to die in six weeks. And I just don't want the perpetual, like, oh, we have to get this dagger and then we have to take him to Tarvalon. I just, I want that to be done. Mm-hmm. If he still has the dagger and it's, like, his weapon of choice or, like, he's still connected to it, but it doesn't make him a dick all the time. Well, that's the thing. That's is, fine. I think there's going to be a connection, but I yeah. don't think he's going to, like, I think he's going to not have the, like, it, it's not going to be, like, tolling in the same way, I think. 100%. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that that's how we're going to start the book. I think we're going to learn more about the magic. What the hell is Rand? What 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 is Rand Perrin and Maureen doing? Rand Perrin and Maureen. Yeah, what a what a motley crew. Um, but also like the the end of the book leaves no. And wait, and is Min there? No, did Min? No. Uh, Min... Thank you for the super chat, Ambi fan. Thank you so much for the super chat. I feel like it might be a spoiler, but thank you for it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, that's that's our prediction. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. I, uh, I, uh, the thing about Rand and Co. is... And company. Rand I and company. I think they have to go to the tear, or the tear, right? Yeah. Because Rand has to get the sword that isn't a sword, and I've seen the cover of the next book, right? And so I think the cover of the next book is a little bit of a spoiler. <laughs> okay, I haven't I th- looked at it. <laughs> I think that Rand will have to 
the original cover is like Rand holding like it literally looks like Link at the beginning of Legend of Zelda when he's like, it's dangerous to go alone, take this, and like holds the sword in the air above him. That's what the cover of the next book is. Right. And so I feel like um, going to Tyr to get the sword feels like the the storyline they're going to go with, I guess. Yeah. Um, Carlac, we, uh, thank you for that super <laughs> thank chat. Thank you for the super chat. Uh, we buy one copy of the books. We um, share. We are married. There's no reason for us to own two, and uh, we, we do our best not to contribute to more waste on the planet than is necessary, uh, and so one copy of a book between the two of us is is adequate. Yeah, we, like, we're, we're, we also, we're like, really good at sharing. We're great at sharing, and we're both, like, pretty quick readers, so yeah. it ends up being fine. I, there have been moments, though, where I've been like, maybe I should just get the Kindle version, but yeah, it's fine. Um. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, yeah, so I definitely think that Tyr and the, the sword that is a sword, the problem is that, like, all the villains are kind of dealt with right now, and so I don't know, like, who Rand is gonna go fight, unless Baalzaman is still alive, but then, like, if Baalzaman is still alive, I kind of want them to move on to it, I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if this is true yet, right? Because I don't really know who Ashamayil is and who Baalzaman is, but I, if Baalzaman is alive i want him to reveal himself to be ishamayil and behave differently because i don't really want another book where ran interacts with the dark one's disciple in the same way again yeah he's getting a little one note and i want whoever ran's like antagonist in the book is to be different obviously Lanfear could step into the main antagonist of the next book um i maybe i have no idea um, but yeah, I definitely think Tyr, I, I think that it's a place we haven't been yet. I don't think that we're going to, it doesn't make sense for Rain to go back to any of the places he's been so far, so. And he still needs to go to the Aiel Waste. Like, we know that that's happening because of the prophecies. Yeah. So. Oh, the Aiel. Oh, y'all, lots of Aiel in book three. You think so? Lots of Aiel. Because yeah. he has to become the one that left that comes back. There's yeah. a whole prophecy, right? He comes back. Yeah. And he leads them. He leads them to, to water or something. Better, so, to something nice. And then he becomes a Quidzet Satarak. <laughs> right? Isn't this... No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no, no. That's not the crossover that we're looking for. No, I'm pretty sure, yeah. He finds out that he's been in Atreides the whole time and he becomes a Quidzet Satarak because he puts his hand in the box and he feels pain, but he doesn't take his hand out. Right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah you nailed it. I think that's yeah. actually the entire plot of the next book. I think I figured it out. Yeah, well done, well done. <laughs> Rand will sa- ride a sandworm. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's gonna have so, this like cool dagger that's gonna be like Matt's dagger, but it's actually a tooth. I wanted it to be is. really cool and, uh, and um and just like name the the sandworm, but I can't. I, I, I it's, I'm blanking and I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> the 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 name of those sandworms is so cool in those books. Mm-hmm. Um, I have only read the first ship one, captain so. is the sandworm. The the name of the sandworms in the first one. The name, I, I don't even remember. It's, um... Spice to die. Spice to die. Shai Halud. Thank you, Dakuna. <laughs> That's I, it. There it is. I knew. I knew fucking Dakuna would be on it. <laughs> Shai Halud. What a great name. Um, Rand Atreides, yes. <laughs> Rand Altreides. I love that, Sir Jammerus. Rand Altreides. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty sure that's what happens. Yeah, and I think he becomes the, the quiz that said it. I ho- yeah, I hope that the Aiel Waste has, like, sandworms. <laughs> that just... Speaking of Florence Pugh, she's gonna be in Dune too. Maybe. Maybe? Yeah. Put her in everything. I will watch her. I watched her like eat high tea once on YouTube, and I was like, "This is the greatest thing I've." That ever video seen. was awesome. It was great. Yeah, was her great. just I explaining her. what high tea was. I I love her so much. Anyways, <clears throat> uh, Blue asks, "Which character are you surprised you dislike?" 
The problem is I don't really genuinely dislike anybody right now. Like everyone mm-hmm. is 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 everyone feels like a fully fleshed out character and characters who like have growth to do, but like they feel like people. Like the only reason I really ever dislike a character is because they feel two dimensional, and yeah, yeah. I don't think there's really any of that. One dimensional. Sorry, no. Well, two dimensional is not bad. Sure. I mean, you want to be three-dimensional, but if you can be two-dimensional, it's better than being one-dimensional. Right, of course, yeah, yeah. And if you hit that four dimension, fourth dimension, you are, you're, you're boogieing. And um, if you get to, like, the ninth dimension, you get into Mix, Mr. Mixelspitalik. I don't know what those words mean. Or, I think he's actually, he might just be fifth dimension. <laughs> he's a Superman villain that you, the, he can, he has the incredible magical power, and the only way to banish him is to get him to say his own name backwards, and his name is Mr. Mixelspitalik. Wow, I hate. I It's awesome. Yeah, He's sure. one of my favorite Superman villains. If you say so. I, I quite like him. Uh yeah, I don't I, there's no one that I'm like surprised that I dislike. I, I yeah, sorry, Blue. <laughs> um I I'm surprised I I don't dislike Elaine. I'm surprised that I I don't have any like real I really liked her in the stuff that she was in in book 1. And I felt kind of ambivalent to her presence in book two. Yeah, she didn't do much. Yeah, and so I I do wish Elaine had... I, I wish the Elaine from the courtroom scene had, like, shone through a little bit more in book two. Um, she because, was so out of her depth, though. It was very Yeah, funny. I just I really loved her in book one. And I, I, I feel like she was just kind of, like, there when she was there in book two. And didn't, didn't contribute as much as, like, Min. I feel like Min really shined in book two in a way that I was really surprised by. Like, Min came out of nowhere in book two and really just um, became one of my favorite characters. I, I love Min a lot. Yeah. And I'm I, I'm really glad they have the actress who plays Min on the show because I think she's, she's great. She's great, yeah. Um, and I like her a lot. I It's going to be so fun to watch. I didn't realize how, like, close she would get to the main crew. I thought she was always going to be kind of, like, a supporting like a character. character. Yeah. yeah, and so the fact that she's, like, in the main party... I don't know how they get her back, right? They're going to have to go find her. But um, I uh, I really, really like Min in book two. And so I hope that Elaine gets more in book three. Um, but then I, I, I want I want Min to go and keep going in this direction because I, I love that character so much. Yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and like her wearing the like Sanchen dresses and stuff like she's she's yeah. smart. And like she just she is she's on it. And I, I'm really, I'm, I, yeah, she, that surprised me the most was how much Min grew on me in this book. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. I definitely think she, I did not think she would become such a, as big of a part. So I'm excited yeah. for that moving forward. Um, uh, so Sharon Scout wants to ask, uh, what do you think of the religion in the wheel of time? Everyone believes the same belief. Um, there's no priest or holy man. Nobody worships the creator, but the white cloaks are the closest thing to a religious order, but they're religious extremists. Um, do you, um, sorry, it's a long question, Sharon. I'm trying to, like, condense it. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that, uh, yeah, how do you feel about the religion and the fact that there's kind of one religion in this world? Uh, it's, so, the, the, I think the reason that, like, <clears throat> there's so many religions in our world is because there's no proof of any of it, right? Whereas the Wheel of Time is, like, the, the fact that magic exists mm-hmm. and the fact that reincarnation literally exists, like mm-hmm. people have memories that don't belong to them. Like once you have those like more concrete things, then, then people are like, yeah, well I'll accept that. Cause like, 
that just kind of, I guess, makes sense. I mean, you mm-hmm. know, the magic doesn't like 100% make sense in like a logical way. But yeah, I, I, I can totally see why there's kind of like the wheel of time because there's like evidence for it. Yeah, I think it's also, I think it's partially the existence of, the, the, it's partially the distance from our present that this happens at, mm-hmm. where, I mean, we already see this in modern times, right? Like, religion is becoming less and less important to the average person's life compared to, like, a hundred years ago. For sure. The, for sure. Like, atheism is, the, the number of people who identify, especially openly identify as atheists, is so much higher now than it was even probably 15 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think that the rise of technology and the rise of an interconnected world diminishes localized religions by a lot, mm-hmm. just just inherently, right? Because it becomes harder and harder to disagree on such a fundamental level the more you are connected to other people. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. It absolutely does. But if we assume that this society is further ahead of our future and that sort of like decentralization of these like local religion hotspots has happened in their society and they've kind of coalesced into a globalized society and then that globalized society were to experience an event (laughs) like the breaking that it is shared what is happening and why I think that it would be hard for the oral tradition of storytelling, which would be the most likely thing to like continue past that point. Mm -hmm. Um, It would be hard for that oral tradition to not have a kind of like shared understanding of the world because the religion that they have would be based on an event that they are still feeling the effects of. Yeah. And so there is kind of like a hard line driven in the sand in terms of, what all these people believe because there is a real, like there are real events that are within their memory Mm -hmm. that with, or not within their memory, but within like the oral memory of these cultures that are so tied together. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Now my question is, do you think that like the way of the leaf is a religion? Um, Do you think it's more like a moral code? uh, See, no, because the way of the leaf is still a part of the religion of the wheel of time, right? Like the the way of the leaf is there. It is their belief that by practicing nonviolence, they will filter back through the wheel and be reincarnated better, and that all people will benefit from reincarnation more through the wheel Fair. of time. Yeah. So, like okay. the way of the leaf is still rooted in the right. belief system of the wheel of time okay yeah yeah. no fair enough it's it's like the closest thing that i can kind of think of mm-hmm. um like that we've experienced in the series so it's like it's kind of, but it is literally derivative of mm-hmm. exactly the wheel of time yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um yeah, Titanus brings up an interesting point about how there are more religious people in the world uh now than um ever before the, the, that, is that because population numbers, though, yeah, or it's, percentage? It's, par- it's partially population, and it's also the number of people who identify with a religion versus the number of people who attend religion and practice religion in the way that we used to is greatly diminished. And so, like, we are seeing... A, there, there are plenty of people who identify as, like, a Christian or um, as Jewish or Muslim, but the amount that religion um, plays into people's lives is greatly diminished worldwide. Right. And the importance of 
marrying someone of the same religion, of finding people who have the exact same beliefs as you, like those things outside of some places in the world where obviously they're still very, very important, the, globally, those things have become diminished over time. And there are many studies that show right. that... Because 100 years ago, if you did not go to church on Sundays, you were like a no-no person. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and obviously there are certain like places, yeah. um, obviously like Israel-Palestine is a very complicated situation where religion is very important on both sides of that. Yeah, um, yeah. But there are, a lot of, there are a lot more places in the world now where people marry someone who does not have the same faith of them than mm -hmm. even 10 years ago and so like things like that are becoming more and more prevalent and the importance of like a um a strict adherence to a faith is becoming less important mm -hmm. globally even though uh it, it becomes complicated when you get to like china and buddhism because understanding like that relationship is can be different but yeah. um as compared to like you know um uh what are they called not christian religions but like um, the Muslim faith and Ju Judaism and Christianity. This gets into like a whole other thing that I'm not an expert on. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've yeah. only taken a couple of college level classes in, but um, there, there, there has been a shift. Um, right, right. And, and religion means something different now than it did 100 years ago. Yeah, sure. and, and religion divides, despite the fact that there are huge religious divides in very localized places, mm -hmm. religion divides less globally than it used to. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's fair. Yeah, I think that this is one of those... Uh, I, I think that in the Wheel of Time... Uh, the, Abrahamic religions. Thank you, Costas. There you go. I, I think that in the Wheel of Time, um, there are... There's so much other stuff going on. You don't, like... I don't know how you would add in... Like, there, there's going to be, like, cultural things from, from different places in the world. But... Uh, there's just too many concrete too events. Many, yeah, there's yeah. too many... There's too many things. And if you had people then also fighting about, like... Well, I believe that that's because this happened. It just, it becomes like a lot. And so I, this is like the choice that was made and that I'm happy with. Yeah, Sharon, thank you for that. I, I, that was a really interesting question. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Leak825 says, the end of The Great Hunt showed, according to Nerdy Nightly, that's me, uh, one of the most understandable reasons for becoming a dark friend. Mm -hmm. What compelling reasons do you think or hope the Forsaken had for joining? We were talking about this one earlier because it's tough because the, aren't the, the Forsaken have been forsaken for like, set for like, lifetimes right like aren't all i and don't please don't spoil if it's not but my <laughs> understanding of the forsaken uh -huh. is that they are like they have been the forsaken since like the first life oh they're like they, they've been the forsaken since like cain and abel right like cain would be like a forsaken <laughs> not obviously cain because christianity doesn't exist in this world but do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, it used to. If it's a future rendered, it anyway. Yeah, that's that's complicated. Um, but I don't think the Forsaken are from Lucerne's time, like because Ishamayel says we have fought cent we have fought for thousands, thousands of, of years. times. Yeah, I mean, years. We've fought thousands of times. Yeah, thousands of years apart. So I just feel like I I don't I dude I don't know what happened then. Yeah, it's it's so hard to us. It's so hard for us to imagine how the Forsaken came to be when we literally don't even know at what point in time they became Forsaken. I don't even know how many Forsaken there are. Yeah, there's like twenty. That's a question. Actually, let's just get to that question. Rock Mage, uh, Rock, the final question on this list: How many Forsaken can you name? Uh, Landfear. Landfear, Baalzaman, yeah. Ishamayil. Wait, balls. Uh, well, it depends if Balsamon and Shemar. Oh, I don't know. Person. Yeah. Um, confusing. Agintor. Um, yeah. Agintor there were the two guys and um. And. Who is the guy with Agintor? <laughs> uh, There's Brandon Sanderson. 
um, Rafe Judkins, Elon um, Musk, uh-huh, uh, definitely uh-huh. Forsaken, Jeffrey Bezos, Jeff Bezos, <laughs> Jeff Bezos. That's I, I. That's what I was saying before. Belthamel, thank you. Balthamel, yeah, yeah. That's that's. They had Balsamon and Belthamel. Don't put those two in a room together, because then you have to be like, oh yeah, Balsamon and Belthamel. No, like that's word bad. Vomit. That yeah, that's that. I, I couldn't even remember um, those names. Empanadas. So you crushed it. Empanadas are forsaken for sure because of what they do to my tummy. Um, <laughs> uh, Jeff Bezos, Baltimore. That well, because you were like, yeah. What what compelling reasons do you think or hope the forsaken had before joining? I was like, I don't know. I feel like money. Money. Yeah, you know, like because here's the thing: if the forsaken became the forsaken, like here's here's the thing. Here's the thing: if if the year is um. 2027 and the breaking happens <laughs> more like 2022 <laughs> or like 2022 you know like jeffrey bezos April is definitely 2022. one of the forsaken right like that's just that just has to be there's you have to like <laughs> it would just be so funny if he cameoed on an amazon show as the dark one like it would just be so on brand for him to like be in on the joke <laughs> I hate, yeah, I hate it. All right. Um, Boley asks, how important do you think the Sanchin are going to be in the plot for the main series? Or do you believe they've been beaten back and it'll just be a minor annoyance moving forward? No, come on. We're going to have... No, no, they're... they're Huge battle. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The Sanchin, I think we're going to... I think, like, we're going to have a sea battle that ship captain leads, like, the Navy into. I think we're going... There's going to be a big water moment. Cool, 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 cool. I feel like we're going to have different battles, right? Like, we've had the sky battle. We've had, like, the sky oil painting battle. I think we're going to have some cool land battles up at the Blight. I think the Sunshine yeah. are going to be, like, the dope Navy battle in, like, book eight or something. Yeah. Guys, I, I know you really want to show off your Wheel of Time knowledge, but uh, no spoilers. That's why your comments are getting deleted. Um, <clears throat> you, you don't need to show off. Everyone else here except us has read all the books. Um, so I really hope that um, they find... What? <laughs> Nothing. It's just... There's no, like, guys, come on. You're smarter than this. Um, I hope that they find a submarine and they okay. attack the Sanshin from under the water. I hope that they finally have, like, I hope that they get submarine technology. Okay. And that that's, that's how they, they fuck up the Sanshin. All right. Because they're going to be like, well, I, they, what do you mean they're underwater? It's going to throw them off. Sure. Yeah. They're going to build submarines. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have the one power. They can do whatever they want. <laughs> do you think do you think like what where do you think like physics is at in this world? Do you think that they understand like air pressure yet? Air pressure? Like cuz you can't well, build a submarine without an understanding of air pressure like air pressure water pressure, right? I mean, I guess it could be like a really shallow submarine. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, like mountains is, exist, so what No, exists? that's that's altitude, not air pressure. Never mind. Mountains exist? Yeah, I was like, well, uh, yeah, like that, don't mind. Don't. Yeah. Just that's forget the about opposite. it. Opposite. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. the the existence of one would then yeah it doesn't matter. It's fine. <laughs> uh... <laughs> no, the Shanshin are gonna be huge. They're gonna be a yeah, huge. Yeah, yeah. They are. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna be a big. big because big Pat and Fane's it. with them, right? Like, and Pat and Fane, I think, is gonna be one of the main villains of the series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's being built up as being someone who, like, when we finally beat Pat and Fane, it's gonna be a huge moment. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's coming with the Sanchin on his heels. He's he's gonna have that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Uh. All right. Uh. Pandoria asks, "Do you think Rand has accepted that he's the Dragon Reborn?" And if not, what do you think will have to happen for him to embrace it? 
So I think we we actually talked about this um, earlier a, l a little bit in the sense that yes, I just got two auditions like in like the oh, last nice. five minutes. Yeah. Hey, sorry, that's my fun. agent. It's when I see it's my agent, I'm like, yeah, I have yeah, to look. yeah. no, no, that's because you know you never know when it's gonna be like, hey, can you audition in three hours? Yeah, you know what I mean. I love that for yeah. us Our actors. Life. That's yeah. fun. Um. Yeah, we were talking about this, and I I think that, like, publicly Rand has been like, okay, yes, I'm kind of the Dragon Reborn, but yeah. I feel like he's not, like, it's your audition for Galad. Um, but I feel I like wish. he's, these he, like, he doesn't fully accept it about himself. I think that book three will be him fully coming to terms with it and embracing it fully, whereas at, he's kind of at the point where he's like, okay, yeah, sure, like, I guess, like, I kind of am. Right? I think he knows. I think he knows. I don't think he's, like, happy about it. Mm -hmm. But he knows. You know what I mean? Like, I think that he's given up the, like... When he did... Because in, in the, at the end of the book, he gives up that Tam is his dad. I was going to say, And yeah. that is the moment where I'm like, oh, like, yeah, no, no. He's he's in. He's on board yeah. for what the end of the show is going to be. Yeah. The show. The, the books. The books. Yeah. I, it's going to... It's. I think it's going to be more so, like... I, I think this book is actually going to be more how he comes to terms with it. I think that that's a better way of explaining it because yeah he's kind of said literally like the last line is like i gave my answer or whatever mm -hmm. we don't know what the answer is but if it's no that's kind of lame like i don't know what they <laughs> wheel up time wants yeah. to know if i'm auditioning for the role of bella yes i will be the ass of the horse uh, just <laughs> just the rear end just the rear end yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um... that checks out <laughs> um y'all uh i see there's chat in the chat if our mods delete something, they're right. Yeah, our, our mods are always correct. That uh, does not matter. Yeah. <laughs> they work too hard for free. Do not fight with the mods. Deal with any The mods crap. have the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't care. <laughs> uh, Pandora also asks, uh, what storylines or characters from this book do you think the show will leave out in season two? Will leave out. Yeah. What, what do you think is most likely to get cut? Uh, can I give a controversial answer? I'm kind of of a controversial controversial answer as well. I think I don't think we see Kyrian yet. Oh, I think they save. I think they save Kyrian for a while. Yeah, I can see that. So you don't think Tom's gonna be back in the next season? Okay. Oh, here's the thing. He mm. doesn't have to be. No, that's tough. He does. I think that I. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I think, I honestly, I, I I agree. I don't think we see Kyrian at all. I also think that they're going to cut Egwene being collared. I don't. I don't think you can. I With the weird ball gag thingies, I don't know how they're going to do it. I, so. I just feel like it's going to be important for her character to have, like, learned. The, like, if, otherwise, like, how does she learn what she learned? You know what I mean? And then also, like, how do you make the Sanchin villains... If you don't have anyone dive into it. Well, I mean, you can see what they're doing. Oh, but... sure, sure, sure. I just mean like you, mm, I don't know. I, I, I understand why. I understand your impulse. And I, I don't, you're, you're, you are probably right. I, I just think that I it would. I see it. I think it would do the show a disservice to cut it. I agree. I just don't want to see the ball gag part. I No, I, I yeah. agree 100%. But I have a feeling that that might be one thing that's like on the chopping block. Unfortunately. Um, a lot of people are saying that Tom can show up anywhere to be fair. Um. I well but him he has 
kind of an insight to this, like, Game of Thrones that no one else does. And, like, the fact that he, like, like, that he actively participates in it at the end of his story arc. I'm just saying that can be saved for later. I know, but I would actually be down for his, I I would be down for them to cut the, um. Barthains is cast, apparently. So they are going to Kyrian. Interesting. Yeah. But I, I like, I, uh, yeah. Uh, you could, you can merge a lot of stuff that has happened in Kyrian, though. Yes. Yeah. Um, I, you know what I, I think that they might do is they might cut Tom's girl getting killed. You think so? Yeah. I, I could see them cutting another woman being murdered on the show for, for a, a, a man's character development. I could see that being something because they did that with Perrin's wife. They kind of took Tom's thing and gave it to Perrin, right? So I could see them cutting her character in order to not just kill off um, another woman to Dina was cut for Dana. I Yeah, I think that Dina might get cut. I, I, I But not literally. Like, I think she will be, like, cut from the show, not cut on the show. Um, just, just to kind of not do the same thing as parents' trauma. I agree. That it's, is it's kind of similar now. Weird. Yeah. Like that is weird. Like if they did it again, people would be like, "Wait a second. I, huh. I don't know. Ah, that's that's a weird one because then how does that like then what is Tom's motivation for like getting back in the game and like murdering the king? I don't know that he has to murder the king. Like, I, because uh, I don't know where that plot line goes. So the king could just die because of the game of houses, right? Mm. Like, the king could die because Rand slips up. Like, the, there's so many different ways the game of houses could be handled. Um, whereas without mm. having to, like, just have, introduce a woman to kill her off for a man's motivation. Yeah. I, again, you know, if the show hadn't done it once already, I would say, like, um, they, who knows? Yeah. Um, I don't know that they would do the same beat again. Yeah, and that that's just my thinking. No, I they agree. might avoid that. Here's the thing: if it had, if Perrin, if Perrin hadn't, if that hadn't happened to Perrin, then I would say, yeah, of course they'll keep it. There's no reason. But because, oh, I agree. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's yeah, it's weird. And that one's a weird one. It feels really. It, 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 yeah. It, uh, Deshiva yeah. says season two is going to be so messy. I hope not. But I, I hope not. There's a lot I that we do like about the show. The show is not the books reincarnated. The show is an interpretation and. It has its faults, but, you know, it did give me a lot of joy at the end of last year. I, and I, I do want to be honest about that. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, uh, Sharon Scout uh, asked, uh, do you think The Wheel of Time would have been better as an animated series? We kind of already answered that, but yes. yes. I think it would have been easier to pull off. Um, I think uh, you mentioned Arcane in your comment, Sharon. I think that, like, that kind of adult animation style would have actually worked really well for Wheel yeah, of Time. Yeah, that would have been very cool. Um, uh... And uh, also wanted to know if the movie was adapted in the late 90s, early 2000s, who do you think could have pulled it off now that you have a sense of the scale, scope of the world, the magic system? Um, so the, we know the obvious answer is uh, Peter Jackson, but I like mm-hmm. your answer to this. I, I like was thinking about this, uh-huh. and my first thought was George Lucas, because George Lucas was playing around with technology with the prequel trilogy, and I think it would have been really interesting to see someone trying to use, like, that early technology to try and do something like this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then I was thinking about, like, who was pushing technology to do, like, really big scope things in the late two- late 90s, early 2000s? And what actually um, what actually stuck out to me was the Wachowskis. Mm-hmm. Um, the Wachowski sisters are, um, they're both trans. And I think that in terms of 
for the late 90s, early 2000s, giving this franchise to um, what, what what they do with the gender politics of the Matrix franchise is so fascinating. Mm-hmm. And I think that they could have approached the gender dynamics of the Wheel of Time with a lens that I think could have been really fascinating. Yeah, their perspective is unique in this. And they would have brought, like, the sky, like, Baalzaman and Rand in the sky fighting above the battle below is something that they have an eye for mm-hmm. that I, I think it would have, what whatever they would have done to make that physically happen on screen would, would have, have blown me away. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I uh, 100% agree. And like, even like, their, <laughs> I, I think like Jupiter Ascending is their, is not their best movie, right? I, I it's, it, it's a little all over the place, but like what the scope of it does, the story that they tell, the the visuals of it, like I, I think even that film, which I, I struggle with um, plot wise a little bit and mm-hmm. some of the dialogue, the scope and the storytelling of it is so incredible. Mm-hmm. And I just think that they would have, I think they would have had a really, um, I think they would have had a really interesting take on the gender dynamics of this world just because of their perspective. And I, I would have, I would love to see what they do with a fantasy world. Cause that, you know, they've, they've done so much sci-fi. I think seeing them do fantasy would have been really interesting at yeah. the time. There's not a lot of other directors I would give this to other than them. Yeah. Yeah. People are saying James Cameron. I no, I do not need this with explosions. James no, Cameron's no. amazing. I have nothing, nothing against James Cameron. I just, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, I don't need unobtainium in uh, wheel of time. No, you don't No, You sure? We already have the current current stuff. Quendalar? That's the one. Yeah. I I picture it in my head every time I see it, and it confuses the shit on me because I'm the like, spelling Kira, is tough. Kira Linadar. Like I can't. Um. Uh. Uh. Dakota brings up Sense Eight. Honestly, like the the storytelling, the the scope of the storytelling in Sense Eight tells me they would have done a really interesting. Um. It tells me they would have done a really interesting Wheel of Time show. I think yeah. Sensei is really kind of brilliant. Yeah, it would have been in, in yeah, it would have been unique for sure. Um, um, uh, CJ Clark, thank you for thank that you super, for chat. super chat. Sort of confirmed, Andor and Kyrian are combined. Great. How does that make sense? No clue. Yeah, I guess we'll find out. <laughs> so wait, is never mind. I, I I don't know, guys. Sure. Yeah. I've also heard that like Leandrin and um Aleda might be combined into one thing, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Okay. Sure. Is I guess that's a spoiler that Alade is a dark friend later on in the books. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I feel like season two is going to spoil a lot of the later books for us for the show. You think so? Yeah, I think season two is going to pull a lot from later books. I mean, it, to it, try and like twist the narrative into something they can do in eight seasons. It might be one of those things where it's like, did the books actually like is that actually from the books or did they kind of like make it work? <laughs> uh, CGN Nefarious says Zack Snyder would be interesting. Zack Snyder would have been interesting in, like, the late 2000s, not the early 2000s. You know what I mean? Like, 2010 Zack Snyder would make a very interesting Wheel of Time. I don't know if it would be good, but it would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. Mm-hmm. I yep. don't know, though. 300 is pretty solid. 300 is the only the Zack Snyder is, film that I kind of like. The, the th- okay, okay, but let's let's go down this road. Zack Snyder's 300, Rand and Perrin would be so jacked. <laughs> they Those would be, shoulders would definitely be recognizable the, from three kilometers away. They like, would be wearing nothing. They would be. There would be so much baby oil. Egwene would be so like just naked all like all everyone would be naked yeah, all yeah. the time everyone would be oily and naked and the combat would be dope but uh 
Yeah. Oh, it would be it would be beautiful, but like, yeah. Zack Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder's version would have way more sex than the Amazon show does, and it already has a lot of sex. Yeah. Lan Lan would be literally like a Greek god <laughs> yeah. of physique. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh man. Um, Orchidia brings up that Watchmen uh follows the it I mean it, it follows the book. Um kind of. Um I have I have I have strong opinions about Watchmen, but uh the the thing I will say about Zack Snyder is he does a really good job of taking comic panels and just shooting them. He does. Like, okay. like 300 and Watchmen are both incredible, and, and Batman v Superman mm-hmm. are incredible recreations of comic panels on celluloid. Like, it is, it is like... I have not seen it, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he literally, you can, like, read Watchmen and watch the movie and be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, you literally, <laughs> this was your storyboard. Yeah. Um, And that is to the benefit of the movies at times and to the detriment of movies at other times. Fair enough. Um. Fair enough. Yeah. Should we grab that next question? Yeah, let's do it. Um, where was I? Um, ID versus E. Oh, id versus ego. Yep, I understand psychology. <laughs> uh, when you do a rewatch, do you think the experience will be better or worse than when you watched it without the book info? So I said, uh, I mean, it's probably going to be about the same. Maybe a, a little, might be a little worse, just because now I like kind of know. I kind of know where things are going, and I'm like, how are, is that going to happen? <laughs> the other Nat5 says Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith's Wheel of Time would be terrible. And I say that as someone who has seen almost every single one of Kevin Smith's shows live at least once. Uh-huh. I love Kevin Smith. I've yeah, seen every oh, Kevin you, Smith movie. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge, I listen to his podcast weekly. Kevin Smith would make a terrible Wheel of Time, and you know who would agree with me? Kevin, Kevin Smith, Smith. <laughs> without a doubt he would go no that's too hard I'm not gonna do that much work and he would not do it at all it's like man nah, although kidding. Kevin Smith I really liked his Masters of the Universe so if Kevin Smith were to show run a Wheel of Time animated show I would be very interested in seeing it mm, that's fair um but I don't think that Kevin Smith has the patience to read 14 books and so he would never touch this <laughs> it's too big yeah unless he has like already read it I, I can't see yeah. it happening mm-hmm. um uh so the rewatch thing you think you think you're you think you'll enjoy the show less yeah, just because my brain is going to be like, okay, but how yeah. how are they going to... And I don't know where it's going, and so that, I think, will be, like, a little bit distracting. But like I said, the show brought me so much joy at the end of last year. The finale was a little bit rough, but there's so many things that I did like about it, and so I don't think it's going to affect it too much. Guy Ritchie's Wheel of Time. Guy Ritchie's Wheel of Time? Okay, okay, okay. I'm the one person that didn't hate his King Arthur movie, which one is his King Arthur movie? Is that the one with uh... Arthur and the Legend of the Sword or something like that? Oh, so it's not it's the one recent. with Kira Knightley. I don't think so. I don't remember her being in it. Okay, I, so it's not that one. I actually, the way that Guy Ritchie used slow motion and then speed up in the fight sequences in that King Arthur movie. Okay, it's definitely not. I the watched same it. One. Okay, admittedly, I've only seen it once. It was on a 13-hour flight to Japan. It was the fifth movie in a row that I had watched, and I was hammered. I love his King Arthur movie, um, and uh, but I do want to be honest about the state I was in when I watched it. Right. Um, I can't sleep on flights, so flying to Japan was a nightmare for me. But mm-hmm. I think that I will find rewatching. I will find rewatching David Lynch's Wheel of Time. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Okay, but but say what you will. Say what you will about David Lynch's Wheel of Time. <laughs> no, no, no. I the flicker-flicker scene would, would be would 
be rad. Insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would break you. Yeah. It would, honestly, the flicker They'd flicker scene like... would be talked about in film school for the rest of time. True. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. I'm going to 100% agree with that. Christopher Nolan's, no, Christopher Nolan's would be the most boring. Nah, I, and and I'm, a, I'm a fan of a lot of Christopher Nolan's movies. Mm-hmm. No. We got some questions to get through. <laughs> we do. Uh, I think on, on a rewatch, there's a lot that I'll be very interested in. There's a lot I'll be very interested in, but mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I don't know. It's really going to depend on season two. Yeah. I, I think I, uh, the, the, the finale of season one is not good. Mm-hmm. It's a bad episode of television. It, mm-hmm. Just like, and not, not in like a like, oh, it's different from the book, but in a like fundamentals of filmmaking, there are just, there are elements of it that are just poorly shot. The VFX are bad the the time when things happen is so weird and the unnecessary time jumps throughout the episode the lighting changes are so drastic and odd mm-hmm. the the combat is so like poorly realized and and just doesn't make sense within any form of medieval combat i've ever heard of yeah and so it it the, the finale of season 1 is not good and i like the first 7 episodes of the show right yeah. like i've said that very publicly yeah, I'm, that middle section is strong. Yeah, I like I like it. And, you know, I like the step and stuff because I I thought it was a strong story. I like the actor who played it. Yeah. I know that, like, it's from the prequel and that, like, people don't like that it was shoved into season one. I the Without having read the books, I really liked the step in episode. I thought it was really interesting to learn about. Land. I agree. I agree with that. Uh-huh. But the finale is really bad. Yeah. And and it ends bad with the tidal wave that just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And so I, I think that, like, Rewatching the show to me, because we've already rewatched it once, and the even the first rewatch, the the fall off for that finale was really tough to watch. Mm-hmm. And the second season just has a lot. It has so much work to do to pull me back in from the finale, while also having this like weird plan to meld these two books into one book. Like I don't really see how they do it. Yeah, I don't, and I don't envy the position they're in. I think they're in a really tough spot in terms of creating a second season of the show. Mm-hmm. But um, I, I honestly, a rewatch is art is just hampered by the finale. Yeah. Rather, even more so than the book. Just knowing that that's how the first season ends is really tough for me. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, uh, Storm, thank you so much for that super chat. Um, uh, um, Storm says, on the topic of rewatching, are you looking forward to rereading these books? We're not there yet. We're like two years away from that, at least. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I might not. I, I, by the time we get to the end of these books, I probably won't read them until I'll, I'll finish these in my 30 year and then I'll reread in my 40 year. I think I'll come back to this in a decade. <laughs> Because it's gonna be an yeah, undertaking. Yeah, there's 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 a lot, and so we're definitely we're not we're not quite there yet. But I I know for a fact that throughout the span of our lives, we will definitely reread these and enjoy them mm-hmm. a lot. For oh sure. yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a little slower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 CJ Clark, thank you as well for the um, super chat. I love this. It's rumored that Guy Ritchie will adapt Sanderson, and I oh. just love I love 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 the idea of Guy Ritchie directing Sanderson, and it's like I. And it's 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 Jason Statham, and he walks out, and he's like, "Hello, welcome to the Cosmere. Here in the Cosmere, we do magic, and I'm gonna explain how we do it. All right, what you do is you wake up in the morning, you grab some metal, you eat that metal, and then you do magic. Let's do a hoist. And like, I just I want that movie. That sounds great. That sounds really fun. Sure. Welcome to the Cosmere. My name's Jason Statham. <laughs> and like, it, it's not even like a character from the Cosmere. It is Jason Statham playing Jason Statham in the Cosmere. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Um, Dakuna uh, says they would love to, rock, uh, to 
Rewatch the show where we have a hot mic and we're watching it simultaneously and listening to us plus the show. We could do that. We could do like live commentary. We wouldn't be able to, you guys would have to like start the show at the right time on your end and watch it yourselves because we couldn't record the audio, but yeah. we could do something like that at some point. Yeah. The, the the problem with that, with those kinds of videos, they're fun, they're great, and we'd love to do it, but it, the whole copyright thing of it does get tricky. <laughs> I'm just picturing Wheel of Time and Guy Ritchie's style, and, like, it is so funny. Oh, God. Like, I just picture Lan being played by Jason Statham, and he's like, sometimes, Rand, you gotta sheath the sword. You just gotta, you gotta take that sword. You gotta stab it right in your nutsack, and that's how you win. Wow. All right. That's that's the smut corner that I wanted to see. Um, um, uh, Titanisk, I have not read Brandon Sando. Brando Sando. Uh, everything I just said about a Brandon uh, Brandon Sanderson novel, I know from TikTok. Um, <laughs> because of Wheel of Time, I'm now on Brandon Sanderson TikTok. Thank so, you. TikTok. Thank you for that. I I hear a lot about the Cosmere. I have no idea what it is. I just know that people eat metal and then shoot magic out of their hands. Um, that is my entire understanding of the Cosmere. Probably not accurate. I love that. Um, let's get back to the Wheel of Time. Uh, Deshiva asks uh, asked a bunch of questions. Um, but uh yeah we're gonna pull out a couple here we already talked about we've the, already the talked ranking. about a couple of them uh-huh uh we talked about the magic system um uh are there any other su- supernatural gifts like Perrin and hurons that you think would be fun in this world i mean i don't know it's tough right because we already have min we already have Huron. we already have Perrin. Mm-hmm. We, like there's like three like pretty big major ones already i don't know how much more that they're going to introduce it i, I feel like it's fun to have them, and, mm-hmm. you know, with with the boys being Taverin, it makes sense that they're all, like, interconnected, and we get to see those people, but I think that they're pretty uncommon. Do you so. think that Podrick from Game of Thrones, do you think that he had, like, a supernatural penis? Do you think that, like, his sexual prowess was... I mean, there are dragons. Taverin? So, yeah, sure. Not Podrick as a human, just his penis was Taverin. His, his penis was Taverin? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I buy that. That makes sense to me, for sure. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, why do people watch this show? Um, I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right. to the next question. Uh, the troop is hunting Fane all the way to Tom and Head. They managed to recover the horn and dagger, but Fane remains at large. Why was Fane determined to go there instead of taking the horn to Shia Ghoul? What is his agenda now? Dude, I have no idea. Well, there's no, like, Fane has no reason to take the horn to Shia Ghoul, right? Like, he's not, he's not, like, a dark friend anymore. Like, he's working for his own Yeah, but I don't understand the whole Tommen Head thing. I think it's because, I I still think the wheel needs the Dragon Reborn to announce himself before the Watchers on the Waves, who are the Sanchin, right? Mm -hmm. So I think, like, that was, I don't think that Fane was necessarily fully in control of that. I think it ended up working towards what he wanted to accomplish in his life. Yeah. But I think that that was, um... I think that that was the um, what am I what am I gesturing? I think that that was the wheel, the wheel. that the circle, <laughs> the, the wheel. wheel. <laughs> I think the wheel got him to Tom and Head because the prophecy of the Dragon Reborn needed him there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Fane. I don't think Fane had like a specific reason to go to Tom and Head outside of prophecy and and um, Tavirinness. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like he like. It seems like he met the Sanchen and then like made a plan. It didn't seem because he had to learn about the Sanchen from like the people he was killing along the yeah. way. It didn't feel like Fane was like, oh, I'm going to Tommen Head because I I know the Sanchen are going to be there. Yeah, yeah, I the yeah the whole Tommen Head thing. <clears> it just <throat> seemed like a. 
prophecy thing, and so mm-hmm. that's where it, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Deshiva, a seven, asks, uh, with Rand seemingly being the Dragon Reborn, Marraine ends her decade-long search. It, still, she hasn't done and is already working on the next step. What is her next move? And also, Moraine's path uh, from the show is going to be very different. So um, where is she going in the show? Um, and I think that we can kind of d- nail two birds with one stone. Because I think that Moraine specifically has said that it's not that she's trying to find the Dragon Reborn. It is that she is standing against the Dark One at every point yeah. or something like that. Her life's purpose is to thwart the Dark One. Whatever he wants, she prevents it. So I think that that's that's her next goal. It's just she knows the Dragon Reborn is the only one who can actually do what her goal is, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just like keep him from going mad, keep him safe, keep him from going to bed with Lanfear. So I wonder, do you think that Moiraine, because she wants to do, because because her ultimate goal is to stop whatever the Dark One wants to happen, do you mm-hmm. think that that makes her more easily manipulated? Moiraine? Yeah. Like, it, it just That's tough. it just seems to me, like, I can see in several books from now, you know, Moiraine thinking she's doing the right thing, but it's exactly what the Dark One thinks her, that, that that's exactly what the Dark One wants her to do because he knows, like, he fed her enough information to think, to have her think that it's what he wanted. I, I don't know. I, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I could, I could definitely see... Like Moiraine, I don't know. And then, and then, I know you think Moiraine is going to die, and she sacrifices herself mm-hmm. to then right the wrongs that she did by accident. I think I, I don't know. I think that Moiraine has done a really good job of like double checking her sources. Sure, yeah. like she like gets information from one place, and then she goes somewhere else to make sure that it's the right information. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I could see it happening, but. I don't know, just the kind of, like, theory I have. Yeah, I don't know, um, I, I like that. Sam, thank you so much for that super chat. Um, um, audiobooks are tough for me. They're tough for me as well. I like them. I have to have read a book first before I can listen to the audiobook. I get way too distracted by visual things. That if I only have something going on, like, if I only have audio, I, I it, I, yeah. I will, tough. I will get, I will, like, start an audiobook while I'm doing dishes, and then... I will realize that I don't know what the last 20 minutes of the audiobook were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I just missed too much. Yeah. I love books because it has, it forces me to like visually concentrate, but I just get distracted very easily. I have listened to audiobooks and I do enjoy them, but only in books that I have already read. Mm-hmm. So it just is tough. I know that the Wheel of Time, a lot of people are big fans of the audiobooks, so. I feel like. Yeah. All right. You start answering the next question. I need to look something up. Um... Earlier, there were plenty of references to the Lord of the Rings from... Oh, uh, what what do you think is going to happen with Moiraine in season two? Oh, f- I don't know. She's been, like, not um, stilled, but, like, she's been, like, shielded or something. It seems like she's been shielded. And I don't know where they're going with that because there's nothing in this, in these books, that even suggests to me that that is, like, a possibility of ha- happening to her. So... I don't know if they're mm-hmm. pulling from super, like, far-ahead future storylines that then she's going to fulfill, but, like, it seems weird. I think Moraine has to get her power back, because otherwise, what, like, because she's supposed to be one of the most powerful channelers, and mm-hmm. so, I mean, she's with Rand right now. Maybe she goes with Rand to the, 
But then she's not in the show. I don't. I in the show. I have absolutely no idea, and I don't even know where to start with. That. I think. I think the but, next time we see her is going to be at the. I think she's going to go to that library house. Um, and I think that it's going to oh. in the show. It's going to serve the double service of her finding out the, the prophecies of the uh, uh, the Dragon Reborn. Mm-hmm. I think it's also going to be she's going to go to them for knowledge about how she's being shielded, mm-hmm. and if there are any prophecies or anything that can like help her like unshield herself or unstill herself or whatever. I think I don't think Moraine is like never going to use magic again. So I think yeah. that season two is going to deal with whatever is up with her. I think that the fight over. When when Rand kills Baalzaman over mm-hmm. Falma, I think that whatever is going on with Moraine will be broken. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah I can see the, the tying those things together would be would be I I don't know how she gets like not shielded, at least but yeah and then in the book I don't I don't know I don't. It feels weird that she would go to the IEL waste, but I do think that's where Rand is headed. So I'm, I'm not. Sure. I think she'll have her powers back by the time they go to the IEL waste. In the show, yeah. yeah. Um, Matthew S, thank you for that super chat. Uh, Rafe said chat. that they did that to Moraine since she doesn't have much to do in book two. Rafe keeps saying that they do things to characters because they don't have much to do, and there's so much in these books, and he doesn't have a lot of time. So I don't, I, I don't really, I don't know what Rafe is saying. I would love to ask. I would love to talk to Rafe about that. Yeah. Because he said this. He's like, well, we killed. We killed Perrin's wife the way that we did because we wanted to like jumpstart Perrin's story arc. But then they didn't. But then they but then didn't he do had anything. No story arc. And then so. they they did the same thing with Matt to like jumpstart his story arc, and they made Egwene Tavirin to like make her more important to the story, but it kind of like took away her story arc. Yeah. And so I, I yeah I mean I, I keep seeing interviews like that, and I, I I I I don't hate the choice to shield Moraine. Like I think it's interesting, and I think that it does give her something to do. Um, but she does plenty in book two. And also, it's going to be a, eight episodes of television. So I don't really, I don't really. Well, understand she doesn't really that. do anything in book two. She's not. Yeah, she present. does. She's going to get attacked by a drag car. Like she has one scene. Yeah, I'm not saying she like has like. Mm. No, I. But I'm saying that that one scene is enough, right? Like, she's yeah. going to get. She's going to get everyone to Tarvalon. Um. She could also have. She could also in the in season two take the place of Varen, right? But but if you think of this book as only the first four episodes. Her going to the library is uh, that is enough for her to do in four episodes. Mm-hmm. Although it's Rosamund Pike, you want her to be in every episode, but yeah. like, it just like is weird because they have this whole other thing to fulfill, and I'm like, you have so much else to do already. Yeah, like, it's a big it's a big thing to deal with in season two on top of the two books that you're trying to squeeze in where that doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Drake Hunt says uh, there are plenty of references early on to Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, how uh, how do you see the comparisons or the diversion from it now? Uh, Turvok, thank you for that super chat. Uh, Turvok, thank just you saying so that much. Dragon Reborn will have a much be- will help us figure out where season two might go. Gotcha. Yeah, thank you for that. We appreciate it. Gotcha. Thank you. Okay. Cool. Um, Lord of the Rings. Not a lot of Lord of the Rings in book two. No, no. It was nice to have, and we 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 talked about it that it felt like an homage, that it wasn't like copying or like weird in any way, but it's I, definitely diverged. Book two definitely deals more in real world mythologies, though. Like the yeah. Uther Pendrag, um, Arthur Hawkwing becomes such a big thing. Like the book two really does pedal in a lot of um, real world stories that we are aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, that are, I, I think, even more so than book one. Mm-hmm. The Lord of the Rings references are kind of traded in for like Arthur, King Arthur references. Yeah, yeah, I agree. There's there's definitely a lot of that for a for a reason. I'm sure. 
Um, Storm, do you want to know if we're going to react to comments on the predictions we made for book two plot at the end of book one? Do you have, do you know where that yep. document is? I have that. Um, so, uh, do you want to do that now or do you want to save that all till the end? Um, we've seen, uh, no, we can do that now. Let's get into it. Okay. Predictions. Let's, let's talk our predictions from the end of book one. So, uh, prediction, Tarvalon will be a major location in the Great Hunt. Yeah. It was. Yes, yeah. The, the Nynaeve the scene, the yeah. Egwene scene, the Leandrin kidnapping them from it. Like, yeah, Tarvalon was a huge part of the book. Yeah. Not, not, not like pages wise, but like for, for events, very important. Yeah, there's a lot of information there. Yeah. Um, Egwene will have to deal with Rand leaving her. Not really. She's really okay with that. Yeah. I thought, I thought she was going to be more upset with Rand taking off, but. The dreams are interesting though. Well, but, but also the, in the show, the, I, I think that was a prediction for the show. Because he does not go back to them in the show. Whereas in the book, they do spend that time together. And then they leave at the same... They leave at the same time from Feldara. Mm. After having spent the previous night, to, like, hanging out. So yeah. I think the book and the show are going to have very different re relationships to that specific yeah. um, thing. Uh, you said that Perrin will get Matt to Tarvalon. Um, but, uh, he does. Uh, I was right. Just the in a roundabout way. Because Perrin gets Matt to the dagger. Because even Rand, literally Rand, Huron, and Loyal leave them and go ahead, right? And Perrin is with Matt the whole time. But Perrin is, stays with Rand. Oh, you're right. Yeah, at the end of the book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Perrin does not go to Tarvalon with them, which is yeah. good for Perrin. He does help get him the dagger back, but he does not take him to Tarvalon. So that's... Right. No, no, no. You, you're, you're very correct. Interesting. I was wrong. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it makes sense with what, what happened. Next one Rand has a crush on is going to be Lanfear slash Lanfear Reborn. What? You said the next woman Rand has a crush on is going to be Lanfear. Which... Crushed it. Crushed it. God, I'm good. These are like early, early, early predictions. God, well, but but that one's easy, right? Because it, I think in the first book we learned, or no, maybe that was in the second book. Yeah, no, I crushed that one. <laughs> um, Egwene will spend a few books learning at the White Tower. Tough to know. We we. She's. I think. I'm. I still hold that. That's a good prediction. I think that they're gonna learn some stuff. Rand will get the dagger on Tom and head, but not the horn. Which, no, we, uh, was yeah. I, wait, how do you know I said it? Because, um, it's been kept track of. Wait, but these are all me. Did you yeah, say yeah, anything? no, yours are first, and okay, then okay, mine. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I did not expect, I did not expect Matt to blow the horn of Tarvalon, or of, uh, blow the horn of Valir. <laughs> yeah, Matt's like, hold my beer, I got this. Okay, so we're only going through my predictions right now. Yeah, yours are first. Okay. Um, did you lose it? Yep, sorry. I like went back for a moment and then here we go. Here we go. Uh, I just want to uh, say thank you, Albino, for yeah, thank you so much for putting cataloging this these together. This is um, oh, and they're even like checking them off. Hey, Look I at see this. you. Professionalism. I, see you. I wish you guys could see. Wait, we can't. We have a camera. <laughs> Look at this greens and reds. <laughs> Look at this shit. Professional. This is a professional outfit. I love it. Yeah, so your predictions are all first. Um, so uh, Rand will break the. Uh, seal on Tommen's head, like Bale Dolman's uh, piece of. I Kirin. he might have been the one to do it when he hit Bal when he stabbed Baalzaman. That might have been what broke the seal. So I think I was right about that one as well. Yeah, that one we don't. I I don't feel the like seal we have did a... break in the moment. So I think my prediction was right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And and another seal. Importantly, two seals broke in that moment. Mm -hmm. uh, Rand and ship captain will meet up on Tommen head and get back together to Ilian. No. 
Oh, but so close. So close, I know. So close. I know. Oh, that hurts. That prediction hurts because I was... I know. And I thought that that was what was going to happen. You also said the horn will go to Ilian. That is not the case. Because the horn's going to Tarvalon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Changuin Nidao, I don't know actually how to pronounce it, freed Padden Fane. The two soldiers who died... Yes, that was correct, wasn't it? No, yeah, yeah, that was correct. They free him. Yeah, and then they fled. The jailers. They fled the city. The yeah, jailers. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Uh, sheathing the sword is going to be a heartbreaking moment. Nah, not really. Not I, heartbreaking. Not yet, though. I honestly think that the sheathing the sword definitely comes back. I think that that happens. I think Ranchi's many swords. Jesus Christ. He's going to have three women in his life, okay? He's sheathing his sword a lot. Oh, my God. Um, so there's a bunch of other predictions we've made, such as, like... Uh, Rand will have a warder, or like oh, that's gonna be later, Aja. Yeah, yeah. Those are all like later things. Um, this one, oh, this one was made by me. Rand will go off and find the Aiel, maybe by accident, looking for answers regarding his father and his sword. Eh, not really. He's pretty much he resolved. runs into them. He does run into them by accident. Yeah. But no, he's pretty much resolved that. Uh, he's I don't know. A... I think you're right. He runs into them by accident. Light blinded fool. Thank you so much for that super chat. Uh, now that Matt has blown the horn, will he keep doing so? Matt, I could use a hand sandwich, blows a horn. Hawkwing, lunch. Butler. <laughs> could you imagine? Oh, my God. Yeah. I, I I can definitely see. Well, because here's the thing. I think Balsamon that Matt will says, blow it again at the final battle. I agree, because Matt, because uh, Balsamon says, you blew the horn, you're tied to it now. But he, but then Rand is like, oh, I didn't blow the horn. He didn't, like, like. I feel like Matt keeps getting tied to objects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seriously. Kinky. He's, he's, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, next. Uh. Cool stuff will happen with the Aiel. Good job, Claris. Well done on that prediction. Uh, in the Great Hunt, that was wrong. Well, we had no, one. No, all scene the all the Aiel three... stuff was kind of lame. Yeah, I'm, so and I'm... the one Aiel on the road that was like, hey, and they're yeah. like, all right, dude, bye. No, and that like, was right, later. that. Yeah, that that I'm gonna. Say I didn't think we get not... cool Aiel shit yet. Moraine will take the others to the White Tower. Yes. Yeah, I. Well, the girls. She does. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, take some of them. She didn't go all the way with them, but. Uh, at the White Tower, Nynaeve will learn to trust Maureen. Uh, it hasn't happened yet, so I'm going to say probably not. Uh, Perrin will become a hunter for the Horn. Technically, yes. He was with the crew, I guess. So Yeah, that's true. I guess that's technically correct. Yeah. Um, the person shooting the arrow at Swansess Rand could be the Shinerian from the Dark Friend Social. No, I think that that's Ingtar at the Social, and he lets that person in. To... You think Ingtar was at the social? Well, yeah, because he's the he's a dark friend. He's yeah, trainer, yeah. and yeah, okay, I think okay, I think that was Ingtar, right? Who okay. else would it be? Interesting, interesting. It's hard to know. That prediction is kind of like uh, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that one. I think I I think it's definitely Ingtar, right? Because for them to introduce that there was a Shinerin there, and then the Shinerin later in the book tells you that he's a dark friend, I and just don't think it would make else sense. Is a little, and yeah. and he says that he was told to let the person in. So, like, that would have been where he was told to let the person in. So, I think that that's, Most likely, that's yeah. him, yeah. Um, the ways will not be used for a while. Uh, I was wrong. Yeah, Leandrin <laughs> can very, get through. Very wrong. The Horn of Valir will be blown in the Great Hunt. I was correct about that. Yeah. Uh, I'm sh- still shocked at that, by the way. 
But they blew the horn in the second book. Oh, this one is me. Uh, Selena's trapped in the parallel world. Still don't really have confirmation on that, but it doesn't seem like it. You said she's pretending to be trapped. We still don't have confirmation Oh, no, on she's 100% pretending to be trapped. She gets out as soon as she wants. I said Ingtar was going to die, and I was very correct on that one. Yeah, you called Ingtar's death. I, I did call that. Mm -hmm. uh, Rand, Matt, and Perrin will not be separated for long, but Egwene and Nynaeve will not join them for a while. Rand I was right. Yeah. No, I was 100% right on that. Yep, you were. That is my win. Yeah, you also said Leandrin was a red herring, not a black Aja. <laughs> I was very wrong about that. I was very wrong. Um, Rand, Matt, and Perrin will escape from Falm to Tarvalon with ship captain ship. Nope, I was Or one of us, first, I don't know who that was, but. That was you, yeah. Yep. Uh, I really thought they were getting on ship captain ship at the end of this. I thought they were sailing off into the sunset. You did say that Turok would die. By the end of the book. And Turok Makdo. You were, you were correct. Turok Makdo. At the end of the Great Hunt, Rand will be proclaimed as the Dragon Reborn. Yeah. Kind of? Yeah. Yeah. There is chalk art, okay? It happened. There is chalk. At the showdown of the Great Hunt, Rand, Rand's party will clash with the White Cloaks, the Sanchens, and Pad and Fane. Uh, Pad and Fane is running, but yeah, other than that. But other correct. than that, I would say that is mostly correct. Yeah. So yeah, those are all the predictions. Um, interesting i'm excited if this this list is so long and there's so many that are like not done not yet so we're, we have plenty more predictions. yeah there's so many in here um yeah i really it's, a, it's everyone who's been working on this list thank you so much it's it's I unbelievable it's, i believe it's albino so i just want to say thank you yeah albino thank you, thank so you thank much you, thank for you. that um and that list is in the discord if you would like to look at it yourselves um we have a couple more questions um uh, alana says if Rand could only end up with one person who would nerdy and clarice want that person to be min min Right now it's Min. Min. Or Lanfear. I, I like I like the like um enemies to lovers trope. So I think it'd be fun if like Rand could turn Lanfear to the light by the end. If Lanfear actually has a heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I think that'd be fun. Like do like like Lan Lanfear becomes the like Kylo Ren of this story. Okay, alright. And they like end up together. I it, but like obviously he gets three, so like Min, Lanfear, and Elaine. Um, <laughs> you get the best of both worlds. Yeah, I mean, Min, I, I love him and Min together, but, like, that also feels a little easy because, like, they Min, Min really wants it. and She, like, is mad that she wants it, which is very funny. Yeah, but I feel like that's, like, so... That's just that's just relationships. Uh-huh. You're like, God damn it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially, it. like, women with, like, men in their, like, eight... Their college years... Where they're like, am I really going to sleep with this guy who doesn't have a headboard? <laughs> and he only has one pillow on it. I am going to. Like, uh, yes. when did he last wash his sheets? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pandora asks, uh, which character is your favorite at this point and why? Oh, my gosh. That's a really hard question. Yeah. I mean, Min is up there for me. Min, book two Min, I really, really liked. I agree for sure. I find myself <sighs> thinking about book two Min a lot since we've finished the reading. <laughs> Mm -hmm. No, just just from the sense of like I'm teasing. the it, it, Min and Loyal are the two characters that feel the most like this adventure is like inconveniencing them, but is also exciting. And I, I just I find their yeah, relationship yeah, yeah. to the story that they're a part of so fascinating. Mm -hmm. And so the two of them, the two of them stick out to me because. You know, Rand, it's fun that Rand is being pulled in this direction he doesn't want to go in. Mm -hmm. But I love, Min, Min like, is like, oh, God damn it, I don't want the, I'm coming, I'm coming. 
I want to acknowledge this is a bad idea. I want to acknowledge that I see danger. But like, yeah, I, I'm yeah, I'm on. I'm on board, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm really, I'm really enjoying. I'm really enjoying Min in this. I, I yeah. Yeah, I think she's great. <sighs> yeah, I agree. I was gonna try to like find a different answer, but like, I really like Min. Yeah. <laughs> it. Yeah. Also, honestly, yeah. like I miss Moraine and Lan in this book. Yeah, their presence, their their like lack of presence, I yeah. think is definitely felt for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, Titanus asks, uh, kind of to the same point, your opinion on which character has changed the most from the TV show to the books and from book one to book two? Changed the most. I think Perrin, Perrin. Matt, and Egwene are the three who feel the most different in terms of the show. Yeah. To me, from yeah. the show to the books. Yeah. I uh, but from book one to book two, the biggest change is Nynaeve. From book, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. I, I feel like Nynaeve has has become a completely different person in the second mm-hmm, half of this mm-hmm. book. So yeah. uh, which POV do you find the most or least interesting? Uh, the most interesting is Rand because he has the most like full picture of what's going on, right? Right. And, and, and you know, Rand, he's the main character. Like, I, th- I just think his point of view chapters are like deliberately, um deliberately important at all mm-hmm. times the least bornhold i'm so glad that we're done with his i never gave a shit about his point of view tra- chapters yeah the, i'm sure that everything we learn in those chapters will be interesting later but every time he showed up particularly because i didn't understand the geography of the world and i didn't really know where he was i just didn't really care yeah yeah i think the most interesting chapters for me are Nynaeve's. Mm-hmm. um be because she is such a strong personality, but also, like, the magic stuff that is going on is is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, she just disappears for so much of this book. Like, there is a like there is a third in the middle of this book where all of the women at the White Tower, are, they're just gone. And then they reappear yeah. for... They're, they're in a huge chunk at the end, but there is a chunk of this book where Nynaeve, Egwene, uh, Elaine, Min, like, all of that just is not there for, like, ten chapters. Yeah, no, I agree, and it's tough, but I think that that's why I like the Nynaeve chapters, because because they feel like a treat, I don't know. Like, yeah, that's like, fair. I, I, I don't get this often, but I find it fascinating. Um, um, Storm D asks, uh, who is your favorite villain antagonist so far? Do you find yourself oddly sympathizing with any in a way you enjoy? Who do you really love to hate? Um, I, for me personally, I think, like, the, the, the villain that I find the most fascinating is Patton Fane. Like, I just, I, I think that... I agree. In terms of writing, in terms of motivation, in terms of, like, style and flair, I just think Patton Fane has, he's already gone through so many different iterations of his character in just two books, and I just, I don't, like, empathize with him. He's, uh, he's, I, I, I no, that's he's, not true. he's fascinating. I pity Patton Fane for what true. was, for done to him. what's been done to him, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I think that, I, you know... I don't think he had very much choice in any of it, right? But yeah, yeah. He was like, "Yeah, I, I'm gonna be selfish for like a second, and then the mm-hmm. dark, the 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 uh, dark one was like, "I'm gonna take this and yeah. run with it." And yeah, that's it is his fault, but also like, you, like I still feel bad for him for sure. Um, Jakuna would like to know. Um, there's a common complaint that the writing uh, is that the women POVs and relationships aren't well written uh it's never jumped up to them personally but do we have any thoughts about the women's pov chapters i get it i get the complaint i think there's times when the women are i i I think like book one naive is a really good example of that right like i think that book one naive the reason why there's such a big jump between book one naive and book two naive is that and even like early book one naive is or book two naive is still kind of the same is they're a little bit 
obvious sometimes. There's not a lot of like subtext. And so like the lack of subtext, I think in Nynaeve's character for the first like, you know, three quarters of what we've read so far um, appears to be a lack of intelligence on her part where like she has this like nef- slightly nefarious goal of like learning magic to like hurt Moiraine yeah. and everyone can kind of see it because she, she telegraphs it. Um, I, I, I understand the complaint. I, I think that there are definitely some chapters where the women are written super complex. I think some of the, I, I, I think some a lot of, of the Egwene Min stuff where she, that went with the Adam, I think is wonderful and, mm-hmm. and so cool. Yeah. I think like the way that Egwene blows up when they get on the street where she won't go back. Like, I think that that was all written really well. At the same time, I also think that like Nynaeve just like figuring out the Adam was convenient and quick. And like that, those chapters were a little bit kind of like, all right, like, yeah, okay, she can just do it. That's yeah. fine, but it's not my favorite way to get to the end of the story. Um, yeah, I think it's so, yeah. a valid criticism, but I, I can't say that it really, like, jumped out to me as being, like, jarringly disparate, right? Between, like, male POV chapters and female POV Yeah, because some of the male right? POV chapters aren't great either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's... It, it, There's some, yeah. There is there is some clunky writing. As much as I, I love Robert Jordan's writing style... Mm-hmm. The way that he writes his character sometimes is clunky, though. And I have a feeling that... I, I don't want to speak for him, obviously, you know, and he's not with us to speak for it anymore. I have a feeling that some of the... Especially in book one, some of the magic systems that he created, he didn't really have a plan for. A 14-book plan for? Yeah, and I yeah. feel like he... I feel like he... Um, I feel like he found... I, I have a feeling that it got stronger later on. And I feel like there will be a point where we like feel it settle, mm-hmm. but it just feels a little unsettled right now at times. And so it's got that like hype and like excitement, mm-hmm. but sometimes that makes things a little clunky. And, and I, but I think that adds to the charm of it in a way. Like I just, there's so much love in these books. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. There is a fun question. Bits asked in the I like chat. This, yeah. Okay. Okay. Who would you most want in your D and D party? Um, and who would you most want to play as a character? <laughs> I honestly like the. I think the most fun to play for me would be Perrin or Tom. I like bards and I like um, druids, um, and so being like a wolf brother druid would I think be a lot of fun. A druid, interesting. Like with like um or or, or like maybe ranger. I, probably a ranger would be a better well, like. Uh, uh, oh, it's um, tough because it could be ranger. It could be druid. You could no, argue that it's. I would do my Jackson Jones build from the D and D set, the one shot we did. Where I am a, uh, and I would have a pet wolf instead of a pet raccoon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, All right. That's fun. Honestly, out of any of them, like, who would I want on my D&D team? I, I, I don't know if I would want Nynaeve. She'd be super powerful, but, like... But, she would always want to do her own thing. But, like, yeah, Nynaeve yeah, would yeah. always be splitting the party. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would want... Um, if, I were, if I were in a D&D campaign, I would want Egwene with me. Egwene yeah, seems like delightful. You know what I mean? Like, just oh, she wants to be there. She cares about people. She seems like she's good company. That's who I would invite on my D and D campaign. What? Okay, okay. So, what what magic within D and D would you consider the one power to be closest to? What magic? Do you mean like the class of like? Yeah, like what would an Isidai's class be? I don't think they're a wizard. No. Well, they're almost no. kind of a cleric. Or like, it's almost like paladin magic in a way. 
It's definitely not you know Warlock, because I mean? a Warlock is like a pact with like a higher being. Although you could argue that maybe the wheel and the one power is a higher being, but that makes it very complicated. I think Sorcerer, Sorcerer is the one that is maybe. most comparable. Yeah, I, yeah. I know, but the one, the, I, I think that like my brain goes cleric because the one power seems to be tied to the creator, which is always, which is where it like pulls like cleric for me, but. I get that, but. Um, but maybe it's not as tied to the wheel as I think. Maybe. Yeah, I, I this would be yeah, a weird world sure. to play D and D in. It'd be so fun. Um, yeah, it'd be fun for someone to build that. We should we should do a a wheel a of wheel time, of time D and D and D campaign. A live play wheel of time. A, a live play campaign set in the wheel of time. Oh my god! The thing is, we can't do it until we're done reading all the books, yeah. so that we have a full understanding. <sighs> that would be so cool. Okay. Mm -hmm. It I'm also has an oh, it has an elemental aspect. That's true. It does have an elemental ma aspect. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There is a Wheel of Time RPG. There is. Oh, interesting. Like a tabletop RPG. Chandlers are really overpowered. Yeah, you would have to deal with that. Although, no, because if if your party is all warders, if your class that you can choose is Aes Sedai warders, and like Aes Sedai is basically like a sorcerer. wolf brother. You can if, choose wolf if your party, if so, say we had like four players and mm -hmm. guest and guests, right? Mm -hmm. We could have an Aes Sedai, a wolf brother, uh, warder, warder, and a bard. And a bard. And that could be the team of four or five. I we, feel like the bard and the rogue. Like I feel like Tom Marilyn is a bard and a rogue kind of rolled into one. But oh my god, there could the the homebrew we could do for this would be so fun. And you could have a paladin like white cloak. As like villain, you could use the paladin as like the build for. Oh, like, you could do. You could do. So oh my god. Much. Okay, sorry. Just uh, don't mind us. Uh, Travok, thank you so much for that super chat. Thank you so much, Travok. Um, did you realize Robert Jordan is a pen name? His real name was James Rigney. No, I didn't. Really? Know that. <laughs> I didn't know that. I would have. I would have kept James Rigney. I feel like James Rigney is a more interesting name. He kind of went with. I and nothing against Robert Jordan, but he he went from having like a, a name to having two first names. And two first names is always weird to me. Yeah. Oh, the Black Aja would be so fun. Yeah. So I got very... You mentioned D&D. &D, we've been kind of thinking about doing distracted. a... We've been kind of thinking about doing like a live play podcast show on Twitch. Mm -hmm. And a, we, basing it in the Wheel of Time universe would be really fun. Yeah, that would be cool. <laughs> and setting it like, like a year before this where like... Loghain has started to rise up like you could like really there could be a lot of fun oh yeah yeah the the possibilities endless anyway we have a couple more questions um uh Tychthanisk asks in the prologue to the great hunt the character of Bors identifies I love that we're starting with the beginning or we're ending with the beginning yes Bors identifies several persons uh there's two Aes Sedai and a Shinaran warrior at the very least um, we obviously said we think that uh, the Shinaran was Ingtar. Yeah, who I think it do you sense. think the other? Because obviously Leandrin was one of the Aes Sedai. Sure, but there's definitely another one. Who do you think it is? You think it's Staff. Um, oh my God, who is the right hand of the oh the Amarlin seat? Yeah, the right hand of the Amarlin. Because I don't think it's Swan. Based on the show, I think this show's kind of spoiled that it's not Swan. Right? Yeah, no. I that would be a crazy betrayal, though, if it was. Um. I don't know. I don't think we've met the other one yet. Uh, Leanne. I think it's Leanne. I oh, think that Leanne is a Black Asha. I think that's how. I think that's how Leandrin was able to do so much in the White Tower to get the girls out. Um, was able to like move around the White Tower so freely, get the girls out. I, I think that it's Leanne. Ooh, 
God, I hope not. I think it's someone that we haven't met yet, and I'm no. gonna hold to that. Just because. I don't know. I I hope it's not a Leda. I just because here's the thing. I think that if every red it can't that we be meet, red. yeah, if every can't. red we meet is Black Aja, it just kind of becomes a little bit boring. Yeah, I agree. Um, because I already found the Leandrin reveal not to be like. It didn't just, it, it was fine. Like, I, I'm not against it. I don't think it was a bad choice. I just think it didn't, I wasn't like, what? I was mm -hmm. like, oh yeah, that makes sense. You, I, you were sitting next to me. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. And so I think that if it was like every red we meet just becomes a black Aja, I think that kind of becomes, uh, that's fine. But like, not my, that's just not my favorite kind of storytelling. I don't think that's going to happen for sure. CJ, thank you so much for that. Uh, Sanderson's favorite D&D &D character would be Matt's dad. The... Like the show version or the book version? Like the they're very different. Yeah, I was like, are we talking about the drunk guy or are we talking about like? Does Sanderson just play drunk philanderers? Is that his like D and D build? I would love. That is a fun I would build. Love to the play Dungeons and Dragons thing. with Brandon Sanderson. Um, do you think if okay, 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 if we were to do a live play podcast thing, do you think we could get him to guest into it? If we got the dusty wheel on board, we call Daniel Green up. We're like, Daniel Green, hey, we know you have no idea who we are, but we need Brandon Sanderson's number. Yeah, yeah, I, I you, believe, we'll I get, believe. We will get Brandon Sanderson to, we'll, we'll get him to play Bale Doman and he'll be our ship captain. And he'll come in and be all judgmental of our storytelling oh because he's God. a freaking genius. Somebody clip this, please. Um, And send it to him. Um. <laughs> If yeah, anyone has his phone number, um, if any of you guys uh, gave at like the five hundred dollar tier at his Kickstarter, maybe you can. I, th he might give you. Yeah, his maybe phone you can message that. him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If any of you guys uh, got in on that Kickstarter, I would also yeah. love if he came on and he was like, "So you've you've read my books?" And we've, we're like, "No, no. <laughs> not a one." Sorry, we're getting there. There's a list. Uh, you know, you're on the list, but like. Oh yeah, yeah. The Cosmere's on the list, but the Cosmere scares me. The Cosmere scares me more than Wheel of Time does. At least Wheel of Time is one thing. Cosmere is like 19 different series that all intersect. Like, I don't oh, know how God, his brain yeah. works. Um, all right. All right. Um, any final questions? We're at the end here. Yeah. Was there anything we did? We mostly answered questions throughout oh, this Oh, we haven't, we haven't, you know what we haven't done? What? High-low of the entire book. For those of you who don't know, uh, the way that we do high-low here is it's based on my family, uh, my family's dinner table where... Uh, at the end of the day, we would share our high of the day so we could celebrate each other's highs and uh, share each other's lows so that we could commiserate with each other over the things that are tough in life, you know? Well, family's got to be there for all of it. And so uh, we always do uh, Ariel's high first, uh, and Clarice's high first, then my low, uh, and then Clarice's low, and then my high so that we do that compliment sandwich uh, with the tough stuff in the middle. The so what's your high? tough stuff in the middle. My high for the entire book is yeah. really, really hard. Best moment. Because, like, there is there is legitimately so much that happens in this one. Um, I think... I think my high for the entire book... The thing that, like, sticks out to me the most and that I am most excited for that I really hope they put into the show is Nynaeve's trial. Yeah. Oh, you cannot cut that. Yeah. Expensive. That's going to be a tough... They, they, the thing is, they they either are going to do that or the flicker. They can't do both. I know. And they that's can't. my problem. Because I well, love those moments. And, and like... But some of the flicker stuff happens in the same location as I the parts of... Because going back to Emmons Field happens in both. And they have the set, right? They said that they spent a lot of money building that set. So maybe maybe they already have the sets built for those. That might maybe. be easier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I Like, 
it's weird because like reading it, I don't think I was like, this is my favorite part of the book. But it's the part that I've been thinking the most about. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to say that that's my high. All right. I yeah. like it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my low uh, is not the writing of it, but the experience of reading the uh, Adam scenes. It just got to me. I didn't enjoy yeah, it. And it um, hard to I struggled with it. And uh, I, I, you know, I think it's good storytelling. And I think that, you know, wh where the story ends up was great. Um, but I definitely think my low for the, the book was going through what Egwene went through with her. Um, I feel like I'm, a, I feel like I just, I feel my character's pain strongly when I read. Yeah. And that was a tough one for it me. It was rough. Yeah. Um, yeah, chat, feel free to share your high lows as well. I think my low was the scene with the Aiel spear, spear, yeah. wimp, spear, what are they called? Hush. Maidens. 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 I was like, spear women. I was like, this is, that is not it at all. Um, yeah, that, I didn't, I did not like that scene. Mm -hmm. Felt weird. Definitely felt clunky. Uh, my low for the book for sure. But not the setting. I like there was so much other stuff in the setting. So it was, it was just, cool, yeah. It was just that little part of it. And uh, what's your high? Um, it's very tough. Mm -hmm. Lots of great stuff in this. Uh, I I think my high is probably. Wow. Um, I I think my high of the entire book. I'm stalling. <laughs> um, I know it's tough. There's a, there's a lot of really cool stuff in this book. Like, and there's so much that happens at the end. Yeah. That... And I'm trying to remember the beginning, right? Because there's so much good stuff at the beginning that was just so long ago now. Uh, honestly, like, I think it was really Rand and Baalzaman's fight in the sky. I th it was just, like, the, the way it played out mm -hmm. and it leaned into, like, like sword combat and, like, talking about sword combat in a way that, like, you know, I nerd out over um, yeah. it's ever since I studied it a little bit. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I think Balzaman and Rand's fight and, and just the, the concept of this, like, mythic battle in the sky actively affecting the battle on the ground, I really, really enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and I, I had a lot of fun with that. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I would definitely say that. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, also the fact that it was like that, that, that there were, I, cause I was wondering why is Robert Jordan making such a big deal out of these people drawing on the ground? Like it, it seemed like he was like making fun of artists cause he kept bringing them up, but he was bringing them up over and over again because when the battle happens, you had to understand that there were the, the sketch artists that want to charge you like $50 <laughs> to quick sketch you in times square. They were ready to draw the battle and I bringing yeah. it back more rain unraveling a like poster of the like rumble in the jungle between yeah. him and Balzman. I was like, this is such a funny, you seeded this. You like, let me know this was coming. It was like when I talked about the, the men running into, um, uh, um, Rand? no men running into Nynaeve and Elaine. And I was like, this is how you do foreshadowing. You foreshadow oh. that these two characters have to run into each other because they are logically in the same place. Mm -hmm. he, the way he foreshadowed the poster unveil at the end with the drawing through the mentions of these street characters that were so desperate for money. I was like, this is such a good in-universe way to explain this. Yeah. And I just, uh, I, I really loved everything about that. I thought uh, the, the end of this book is really fun. It's 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 a great ending. And yeah. so I, I do love that. A hundred percent. CJ Clark, thank you so much for that super chat. Um, it always made sense that Reds are more likely to be black since they don't have a warder. I don't know. I just think that that's boring. Yeah, it just gets to the point where it's like... Where it's just like, oh yeah, those those are the evil ones. And like, eh, the, eh. It's, their belief system has to be complicated for it to like have for for it to have any sway or like weight, and so I, I want to know more about the different Aja colors yeah. moving forward. 
Uh, uh, Dovi, Dovi, thank and, you. Dovi, Andy, Satovia, Sagain. I butchered that. You nailed it. Uh, excited to get my shirt and forgot to tip. You do not have to tip on the shirt. You bought the shirt. Thank you. But thank you. We thank appreciate you. That it. Is also, very, if you want fun. your Narc Smart shirt, uh, Narc Smart. Yes. Um, we're yeah. waiting on ours, but once we have ours, we'll wear them on the stream. We'll be like Narc Smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna get some. Uh, CJ Clark's a little bit behind, but they said uh, their favorite D and D is Matt's dad. I don't understand. I feel like I need to go back and reread the beginning of the first book because I don't know what he's there's like to barely, play in Matt's dad. But yeah, he's barely in it, so I'm. I feel confused. like that means Robert Jordan doesn't like to play combat. He wants to play like a regular dude in D and D. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Takuna and Ellen are on top of it. They're like, ba-boom. Guys, thank you. For reals. Appreciate it a lot. Dragonsbane, thank you for that super chat. Thank you for the um, super chat. Please don't be intimidated by how much RJ jumps around in his books. Think of him weaving a master tapestry, and there are times when major threads are in very different places. Finished product, amazing. Yeah. I think that that's why the second book doesn't work as well for me, is because mm-hmm. it is part of a bigger story. I think that the second book yeah. will click into place for me once I know the bigger story. Yeah, I but, feel like we touched on that at the beginning. Yeah, we, we did talk about that earlier, but I, I do, I, I really believe that. I think that like... Agreed. The, the first book is easier to read on its own, whereas mm-hmm. I think the second book is so tied into things that are coming that you don't really get why things are important until you see them come. Okay, yeah. yeah. See, yeah, I, I think that... Um, this is going to be controversial. Um, Robert Jordan uh, actually does a really great job of like jumping around. I could not read Game of Thrones. I tried to read the first two books, and I it I I I found very difficult. Um, but I think that Robert Jordan really does it well because all the things have there's foreshadowing. Things tie into one another, and you get a good sense of like who the character is. Um, which like that like I like I'm loving these books. I'm loving them. Mm-hmm. Could not. I, yeah, could not. Could, I, that's not a controversial Thrones. take anymore. It was a controversial take in like season four. I'm the one with the controversial season take. Season four. No, no, no. The show. I like the Game of Thrones show. No, no, but it was a controversial books. take when season four was airing to be like, oh, I couldn't get through the books when, everyone, oh. when Game of Thrones 2 was hot. Now that Game of Thrones season eight came out and you're like, I couldn't read them. People are like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I've been saying that since the beginning and I feel like more people agree with me now than they did like whatever. That, I was like eight years ago that I read them. Um, I haven't read a Game of Thrones book in a long time. Like, I read the two and I couldn't couldn't do any more. The last like, time I, I read all of the Game of Thrones book was when Dances with Dragons came out, which I think was in 2015. Yeah. But I, I started reading them when I was so young that I'm just so used to Game of Thrones because I read them when I was like seven. Yeah, yeah. I just, yeah, my ADHD cannot... Like, literally, like, when I read books, I have to hyper-focus. Basically, when we read these chunks, I read them in like one or two sittings mm-hmm. for the most part. Um, I just retain information a whole lot better and Robert Jordan does it well. Robert Jordan does it well. And I think that, yeah, this book is going to like slot into the puzzle in a really amazing way. Dances with Dragons with 2011. You okay? I'm so old. I'm sorry. Get old. (laughs) Oh yeah, I read them in college. That, that's actually, that makes sense. Oh my god. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I reread them leading up to Dance with the Dragons release. And then I was gonna do it again for um the next book, but that's not gonna happen. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. The librarian who handed you a song of ice and fire at seven should be shot. No, I appreciated him. I really loved those books when I was a kid. They there's meant a, a lot to me, J Rock. There's a lot in those books though that I would not give. But then again, my one of my teachers gave me true blood, so Yeah, I, I really liked it. I, I um I, I liked reading those as a kid. I get that. But I also was watching Buffy. Like, the the, the content... My parents <laughs> oh my, gosh, my parents never censored the content that I watched as growing up. Like, mm-hmm. I, I was... There's nothing I wasn't allowed to watch. I watched R-rated movies. You know what I mean? Like, I watched horror movies when I was really young. Like, my parents were never... My parents were never interested in, like, censoring 
that stuff. They wanted to watch it with me to make sure they could talk with me about it, right? But yeah. like, um, yeah, I never, I never got, I never had a problem. I, I was always watching shit, and I turned out okay. I think. <laughs> yeah, my parents had weird arbitrary lines for things that I couldn't watch. Like, violence and, like, even, like, sexy stuff was, like, fine. But, like, I wasn't allowed to watch Pokemon or Sailor Moon. Or, like, adult humor. You weren't allowed to watch Simpsons. Yeah, I wasn't allowed to watch yeah. adult funny stuff. But I was allowed to watch, like, adult things. I just, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I don't never know. Never understood that one. I, I appreciated, I walked in and I was like, hey, I want something that's like Lord of the Rings. And Game of Thrones to me was like Lord of the Rings in terms of like I get that. how dense it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's literally just a it's whole dense. whack of information. Um, well, we and have... now now that I don't think it's ever going to end, I feel like, like I wasted why... so much time reading those yeah, books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he puts out the final books, I will read them. I, I'm excited to see how he ends it. But like, if he never puts out those books, uh-huh. I'm going to feel so cheated out of like, hours and hours of my childhood devouring game of thrones yeah mm-hmm. we have a final segment yeah we to do to what Everyone's where would you add sex scenes favorite <laughs> it's Our the favorite. smut corner uh-huh uh-huh um it's the porn hub of um the porn the hub of, of the wheel of time where would you like to see some people bone down um i feel like uh i feel like um you know we, we haven't seen bale doman really we really have the chance to sow some seeds. And uh, I feel like, you know, he's the kind of guy who would enjoy um, a harbor wench. So uh, I, I would have liked that. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. He just like gets a moment to like relax because he's like been through some shit. Bale Doman and his wenches. Um, for sure. Bale Doman is the Podrick of this universe. Confirmed. <laughs> Ship captain has got a dick on him. Um. <laughs> confirmed. That's, that's. It's just a tattoo. Now. It's just a tattoo of a penis. <laughs> His crew, his crew tattooed it on him when he he got too drunk. One he was night. A, he fell asleep. They passed out and he passed out and they tattooed it on. Yeah, him. the dark friend social eyes wide shut is fun. Um, that, as long as the people who are like brain dead aren't a part of it, because that just feels weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They no, they're just they're holding refreshments for I, the people who need it. Honestly, y'all, like the um the Isidai Tower, the sapphic behind the scenes of the Aes Sedai Tower would make for they, many, many, many um, specials on woodrocket.com. Okay, they probably have, like, you know, it's, it's, they probably have, like, the craziest, like, one power sex toys. Oh, can you imagine? You know what I mean? Like, like. Well, and apparently there was something about how, um, uh, there was a, uh, Rosamund Pike was talking about how she was trying not to make the rod in the scene look like a cock when she's holding yeah, it for the oath. Yeah, because she's like. And I'm just like, like, can you imagine, like, you have these devices that you make oaths on that mm-hmm. happen to be, like, super phallic, mm-hmm. like, wildly phallic devices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a rod. Do you, do you think they have, do you think that they use the one power to make vibrators? Oh, yeah, 100%. What That's do what their I mean, warders like, think in those moments? Well, maybe they, like, shut off their warders for, like, five minutes. They're like, I just need a second. <laughs> Or maybe the warders, maybe like they're really, maybe it's like a yeah. whole nother level of like voyeurism. You know what I mean? And like that. Well, the greens they, just have sex with their warders, right? Sure, like, sure, sure. Yeah. But like, you know, like, hey, people are kinky. And so maybe like some of the warders, like how they get off is that like voyeuristic experience, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Watch the world says I said I can manipulate error. They don't need toys. I understand what you're saying, but then I, I'm 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 willing to bet you haven't experimented enough with toys if you don't know how good they can be. Yeah. Mm-hmm, um. Mm-hmm, there's mm-hmm. a lot of fun there. Yeah. 
A lot of fun there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's um, so much you can do. Here's the thing. I, I think Rand and Selene. Like, there's, there's going to be some, uh, you know, the Rand and Selene of it all is fun. So that's that's mine. Loyal. I, oh, Loyal and the Ogier lady in the woods. That, yeah. yeah. I, they need they, they need to get together. They were super cute. But do like, you think they call it, like, bumping eyebrows? Just because they're, like... <laughs> No, that do you never, think Ogier, do you think Ogier are like a missionary and they're, they're like, they like finish and then they're like lying on top of each other they and then they have to untangle their eyebrows from each other because they just get a little matted. Do you think, okay, real question, real question, real, calm down, please stop laughing. Calm down. This is a serious podcast. You're right. We're only serious. Loyal says that Ogiers do everything really slow. Do you think that like Ogier, when they're steading in the steading, when they're do you think that it just goes on for like? Do you think it's like a like they have to book a day off? They have to tell everyone like, hey y'all, uh, it's gonna be our steading day on Saturday. So like, if you could just like not come near the hut, mm-hmm. um, there will be noises. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. there will be events. Yeah, yeah. There's like a spot that you go to where yeah, it's yeah. like you know, don't go over here. They're they're taking their time. I want to know. I want to know. Can you show me? I want to know. I want to know about the strangers sh- like me. I want to know what Loyal's sung wood can do. <laughs> uh, He's just I- singing right, just like <laughs> just singing. thighs, thighs to cheeks. He's just like tree singing right, right down there. Yeah, why not? I mean, that's one way to do DP someone. Um, <laughs> get the tree to help. <laughs> That's a weird threesome. It's a weird. It's you guys in nature. Oh my god, pegging in the steading. <laughs> that is definitely a porno. I'm well, sure. Well, yeah, especially it's the the matriarchal sure. structure of the relationships in the Ogier. Like you never yeah. know. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. Well, this has been fun. Wait, no, no, mine is definitely oh, yeah, yeah, that, go, go, go. that 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 Celine has got some stuff to teach Rand. I believe that. I believe that. I want that to happen for Rand. I don't want Rand to like fall in love with Celine. You know, she's she's bad news bears, but she's like that girl. She's that experience you have in college where you're like, I learned a lot from this. Do you, you know? think that Rand can handle that, or should he get some lessons from the girl that Tom wanted him to get some lessons from first, and then like <laughs> the noble woman? In- yeah, yeah. Like the the noble woman in Kyrian is like the like 101 class, and right, then right. like he like skips 201 and goes right to 301, which is which the is Lanfear. Lanfear. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, he's gonna need to he's, he's he's gonna need to work up to that one. But I think he's got some because he's got a big job ahead of him. He's got three women that he's yeah. got to please in the future, and so he's he needs to learn those tips and tricks. Uh, otherwise, it's gonna be really time consuming. Do you so. think that? You, do you think like Tam taught him how to track, how to hunt, how to find things in the woods? Mm-hmm. Do you think that Rand knows how to find the clitoris? <laughs> I only hope so for Egwene and Min and uh, Elaine's sake. On that note, uh, the reason we do Smut Corner at the end is because I know some people like to leave for this part. Yeah. Uh, and I understand why. That was a mess. Thank you so much for watching. This was another fun episode of the Nerdy Wordy Book Club. Next week, we should have said this before everyone left. We should have said this before, yeah. Next week, the Dragon Reborn chapters, mm-hmm. prologue through chapter 15. Yep. Read to the end of chapter 15 and no further. Mm-hmm. That's what we've decided, right? No one, No one argued with that. <laughs> no one argued with that no i think that that's yeah yeah um, so we're going to the end of chapter 15 uh next friday 11 a.m eastern standard time it'll probably be a two and a half hour show because that seems to be what this show ended up being where we where we fall we've and made 20 hours of this content already 
Um, we uh, are also selling NARGSMART t-shirts. Yeah, go to uh, our fourth wall shop. Please check that out. Um, we've been really enjoying fourth wall. There's going to be some new stuff, but I'm sure yeah. dropping on there shortly. Um, what else? What else? Follow is there? us around the internet. Um, I'm over at Twitch. Uh, I've been playing a lot of Elden Ring lately and uh, doing a great little run in Pokemon Black 2 right now for my hardcore Nuzlocke. So come check that out. Mm -hmm. uh, having a lot of fun. You never know when I might start just streaming and playing Elden Ring, so give me a follow so that you get that notification. Um, I do have an episode. My next episode of my Horizon Zero Dawn Let's Play is going to be going live Aloy. later today. Um, so that'll be fun. Yeah. Come check that I need to make out. A thumbnail for that. Um, you can join the Discord if you want more Wheel of Time stuff. There is it is divided into the normal section and then the spoilers section. Yes, so please no spoilers. No spoilers for up and for 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 where we've read up until. Mm -hmm. Um, in the in, regular wheel of time. In the channel. regular way. Yeah, anything past where we've read, where we're reading right now, please keep that in the spoiler section and make it easier on our wonderful, wonderful mods. Yes, huge thank, thank you. you to our mods. And for the last time, I just want to remind you all, if our mods say no, it's a no. Yeah. We trust them implicitly. The mods are gods. There's a reason there are mods. Uh, we've, no, you know, we've known them for a while. So mm -hmm. uh, thank you to them. You guys are the best. Uh, and uh, to everyone else, you're the best for watching this, for sitting through our nonsense. <laughs> I don't understand why you do it. But I'm eternally grateful that you continue to. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. And yeah, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Or any or every other day on the internet because we're. I mean, we're chronically online. We're yeah. I'm also on Twitch. You know, you can come and hang out. We're 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 around a lot. We are chronically online. And like we're pretty cool. You know, like some of you guys have come over and checked out our Twitch. So like I feel like. Yeah, do Kunal know is it okay to chat Wheel of Time in your streams? Absolutely. Talk Wheel yes. of Time in the streams, just not past where we've read up to. God, yeah, yeah, yeah. No spoilers for sure, but like come and hang out and talk Wheel of Time because we love it. Like. For reals. Bye, Thanks guys. for being here. Do something nerdy tonight. Bye. <laughs>